The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan. Hey, Cam Cam, how's that Fallout 76? You shut your mouth! Mm hmm. God damn it, Schweiss. Mm hmm. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan. This is Cameron. Caleb Schweiss. And Caleb Craig. And today we do have a, a very special topic that warms my heart. Um, but before we get too far into that, uh, what has everyone been playing? Uh, Schweiss? <clears throat> um, man, I think the only... I think I might have played a little bit of uh, Jurassic World. Lego Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Like 10 minutes or so. And then the rest of it has been solidly Red Dead Redemption 2, trying to do all of the Stranger missions. Yeah, trying to do Stranger everything in the danger. game. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going that well. I mean, I'm I'm in the epilogue part 2 now, I guess. So it's I'm almost done. So I think I might just like epilogue. Yeah. Isn't that just after the main story? Yeah, there's two epilogues for that game and it's fucking weird. Do you have credits before the epilogue? No, you don't. Okay. The game ends, as far as I'm concerned, there for the most part. But I mean, that is what an epilogue is. It's just the last right. chapter, just for shits and giggles. Just some some uh, t- tidying up <laughs> of the storylines, like, closing some. Uh, is there loopholes? any story at Lazy all story for the writer? second epilogue, or is it just like the open world shit? No, you have story missions. Oh, you do still. Yeah, have story so missions. I, I, it's still part What's of the. What's the campaign. point of separating the epilogues then? Um, thematically, I guess, based on what happened in epilogue part one, like. Okay. Whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, So I'm almost done with that, and that's all I've been. That's all I've been playing this week. Just those two. I should have started Chocobo. Chocobo's Dungeon on the Wii for Ultima because I have to beat that. Was that the game that Joe was uh, ranting about on Twitter the other day? Yeah, the like J-pop in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't started it at all though, so I don't know any anything about that. But that's it for me. Yeah, super light. At least you have your uh, closet space already for you from playing Galgan. So. Yeah. True. Yeah. I have to delete that. Would on Alex be more still. worried or less worried if you heard that coming from the closet instead of Galgan? Um, I don't know. Galgan is just so over the top that <laughs> I think she might be more worried about the J-pop song playing. Because <laughs> like that's like you don't know, you don't know for sure if it's like a joke or like what, what's going on. <laughs> uh, just a little creep, you know. So you're just coming from the closet. She you're not going to do the extra storylines then for mm. that Galgan? No, no, I'd have to buy it now or pay for PlayStation now and I don't want to do that. Okay. Uh for me I played uh Yakuza Kiwami two and then I played some Smash Bros. And I think that's it. On your Switch? Yeah. That we bought you? Yep. With our, our generous Oh no I did play Switch. I played some um uh Breath of the Wild. 
get back into that because I need to finish it. Did yeah. you not play any Darkest Dungeon this last week? Oh, I did play a little bit of that, nice. actually. Yeah. I kind of want to get Dark Souls remastered on the Switch. As no, well. no, no, no. You can't do that. Fucking don't do that because we need to play it online together. You don't think I can play on my Switch with you on your PS4? No. I, I why, would that, I why would that ever fucking happen? I don't know. Fucking I, I, buy it on the PlayStation the so we can Fortnite right now, fucking buy it on the PlayStation so we can fight each other. That's all I want, Twice. That's all I want in this world <coughs> is to play. To play the fucking, to fucking Dark beat Souls his ass remastered. with my fucking whole uh, strength cleric build. Yeah, we never even Don't did that in Bloodborne. We never even fought. And I know we didn't fight, but we could. We could, yeah. We've never even played together. But you need we? to fucking no. We tried to once, but we never got it to connect. I don't think. Was that someone? The else? Chalice Dungeons. I yeah, think Chalice we were Dungeons, trying to do yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, no. Please fucking buy that Dark Souls remastered and fucking play it. So we it's can on review sale it. right now. Is it for how much? Like thirty? No fucking excuse. Thirty? Yeah. It's not a sale. It's Ten dollars off. <laughs> I don't. I need more than twenty five percent to. I think I spent twenty dollars on it, but I would have gladly spent thirty. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> no, because at that point I'd be basically buying a brand new game if well, I buy it for you. Do you feel like it's worth a, f- a full price? No, because we've learned about buying games for you, Schweiss. Never do it. Because <laughs> you have no financial obligation to play it. Um, yeah, my Steam library, though. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, but that's what Steam is for, just collecting games just you never, you never want to play. No, you, you want to play all of them. You just uh, can't. Maybe not all. No. See, there's a reason why I don't. I should probably start doing it now, just because of you know games that get voted on. But there's a reason why I don't like just downloading both free games every month from PlayStation. Because I'm like, when are they? Whenever I'm gonna fucking play that? Why do I want that in my library? Well, you're gonna want them if Schweiss ever nominates one of them it, for the uh... exactly. And that's why I should probably start doing that. Speaking yeah. of, we don't have any games to review after Galgun, do we? Uh, no. Yeah, we should probably... There was supposed to be a nomination uh, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And I think there should be one for this week, but I have to look at the calendar. Great. Get uh, Dark Souls Remastered. We can pop that one out. We could... uh, You know what? You know what I think we should do, guys? We should start doing the votes again soon, but I think for the first little bit of the year, we should just play what we want to play. This week, we have a vote for the, uh, the Mega Game. This week? So today, mm-hmm. a vote for the. The thing game. is, though, is that's okay, eight weeks from that now. Together. That's eight weeks from now, and the next review we have. Oh, we still need to fucking, fucking go over next our week. new schedule and put that yeah. in stone. That's probably part of why we haven't been voting on games. Cause no, it's absolutely why. But what I'm saying is, we should just like decide we're going to play a couple games by a certain date here and now, and then get back into the rotation, because. We're not going to have any more content after next week, basically. And it's good because we're going to reset the thing, so it's good that we didn't do votes. No, um, we should probably categories. get games voted on so we can start playing soon in the beginning of next year. And even if we have to stack um, the games, like make them choose amongst like Red Dead Redemption, stuff like that, just as long as we have games that we're reviewing right off the bat. Okay, so like it's not going to be a seven-week thing. To be about, next year needs to be about reviewing games. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it's been about. Right, with these little <laughs> interludes in between. Yeah, yeah. We should just play Red Dead. 
<laughs> I think that's exactly why he said that. <laughs> well, I mean, play Caleb's almost want Caleb's far into it, aren't you? Aren't you? No. Oh. I'm like five or six hours maybe into it. Oh, that's not enough, man. I think I put like 50 hours into that thing by now. Yeah. At least. Well, I mean, we... 20 of it fishing. All right. If we're going to just play games, we should play some of the ones that we've been gifted so we can get those out of Jesus. Play. Which that's means... That's true. That's a good idea. No, 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 Extreme no, no, no. just gave us like a shitload. Let's do a let's do so, a mega vote for this week. You guys should play Yakuza Kiwami since it was already free and I already beat it and I want to review it because it's a fucking great game. Is that one of the ones you were like, I'm not going to ever play this? You guys will like it. Yeah. We have it though. You guys will like it. We have a copy of it physically. Me. If it's voted on. It's fucking great. I think we should play some of the ones that we were gifted to like fill the time before the votes come in. Because I, I, I think it's important to have the weeks. I mean, we've needed to prioritize those games. So yeah, that's a good way. That's a good scapegoat for us resetting our schedule while also not having votes now for the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. So that's why we haven't had any votes. Is because yeah, we guys, didn't want to just do... ignore the first part of this conversation. Hey, you know, beginning <laughs> of next year, we're going to work on that backlog of games you guys sent in. Sorry, we haven't got around to it, but you know, we're making you a real priority this upcoming year. We so. kind of are, yeah, and and we don't want to take away. That's a good way to not take away from the votes too. That's a good. That's a good fucking plan, Craig. I kind of want to jack you off under the table a little bit right now. I mean, haven't you seen me doing this whole time? Yeah. I thought you were just fondling one of those caramels he brought us, but... I mean, I guess the caramel the was same in my hand at the same time. He, he, wants, uh, he wants a little coating. Oh, yeah. I mean, where else do you get as he gets so such soft consistency? Yeah. I don't, good, good I don't think there's anything softer the in this world than <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, wow, this caramel's getting slightly longer than it was before. A little extra glue, dude. Just got to add more sugar. That's yeah, all. I, I've thought I've joked about that. I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but I've like joked about uh, sitting next to somebody being like, "Hey, you know, it's this." I know this is really weird, but I think they like, uh, I think they just stuck a stick of butter in this popcorn bag or this bag of popcorn. Like, it's super weird. Like, you mind like getting in there and like kneading it up a little bit? You know? <laughs> it's totally your dick, but they're like, "Wow, the butter just seems to get larger and larger." <laughs> oh, oh, now it's melting a bunch. Oh, okay, now it's smaller. Like, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> the hole in the bottom of the bucket trick? Yeah, yeah, it works every time. It works every time. Every time. I huh? haven't done it yet, but I know it works every time. <laughs> it just has to. It's so perfect. All right. But, uh, yeah, we'll play some of those games. Um, we'll have a nomination. We'll have a vote for the Uber game, right? Um, Is that what it was? Yeah. The mega game? Today, yeah. technically, yeah, we have a vote for it. So stay tuned for that at the end of the episode. If we remember, um, we will. Yeah, we'll we remember. are not still a track record on remembering drawings and shit like that. So we're pretty on top we of it. The, we did the drawing. Yeah, they just never messaged a us. A dollar short. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a day late. We're supposed to do it a after right. after we get their damn money. It's not. We got to draw. <laughs> we can't be like counting entries that were invalid. You know. Oh, see so me. <laughs> Disqualified candidates <laughs> can't be in the mix. Is why. Okay. Um, speaking of, <laughs> thank you, Craig. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, the winner for last time was in fact uh, shit. You know what? I I can't pull it up. Do we have to listen to the episode again? Yeah, we might have to. I'll announce it at the end. Um, you know who you are, I would assume. 
<laughs> just hit us up. Like I said, with these drawings. A bunch of Twitter messages. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, hey, I won. Hey, I yeah, won. Yeah, I know the guy that won. Uh, but uh, just let us know what consoles you have, and we'll tell you what the options are. It's just easier that way. Or yeah. what consoles you're interested in getting games on, because a lot of people have their oldies, but they don't necessarily want a fucking PS1 game or PS2 game, so yeah. that's how it's going to work. But yeah, I guess, is that all you've been playing, Craig? Super light week for all of us? Yeah, I guess. Would you play King? Yeah, Cameron um, is the only one. I played Galgun at the beginning of the week, and I lost all my save data. I put like an hour and a half into it, and I must have not saved. I must have just like turned off my PlayStation or something, went to bed, and then came back the next day and hit, tried to hit continue. Nothing. Doesn't it auto save? I thought it auto saved. I don't know. I, I thought I mean, I assumed it was auto saving. Obviously, maybe it was auto saving to the cloud, and I can try to pull down save data from the cloud. Because I'm playing it off of PlayStation now. Maybe some fuckery with that. Who fucking knows? Um, or I just get to play the whole game again. How far were you? An hour and a half in-ish. That's um, a lot of the game. Yeah. It's a big chunk of what you... What, like, the end time is. It's, yeah. It's only, it's only like, a four-hour experience. Although uh, my overreaction that I posted to Twitter is probably my most viewed tweet now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Getting about snuck up on. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, without spoiling it, I mean, how, how is it a decent? Have you ever played a rail shooter before? I mean, yeah, in an arcade. Like, so I think part of why I overreacted is I started treating it like uh, Area Fifty One. Is basically what was going on in my mind, where these anime girls are now fucking aliens. They're trying to probe your anus. Yeah, and so and so I'm like trying to keep their <laughs> they distance. They are trying to probe your anus. So, so they would too. They'd in my mind, anim- anime girls asked. are now some dangerous fucking alien predator shit going on, and I'm fucking scared of that. And so I'm sitting there sniping, uh, you know, chicks, you know, off of cars and whatnot, looking back and forth. All of a sudden, they're fucking right there in my face. And so you can't see how fast you fucking shoot. One of them's got a ball gag, and the other one has this massive, like, four-inch thick black dildo. (laughs) That's what it is. No! Um, And so you... you, you, In in high school, no one can hear you scream. In the girls' locker room. Yeah. (laughs) God. Um, You can't see how fast you're actually pulling the trigger in the game. I mean, it does a little sparkly thing around the reticle. Yeah. Um, But if you go back and watch that clip, you you can see me fucking freaking out because I'm smashing that square button as fast as I can. Just lowered my accuracy like crazy because I'm just spraying (laughs) back and forth across these two anime girls. Yeah, that's, did it come out right? I, I, or did it? It did. <laughs> so it like it, it came out right came and, plenti- out. and plentifully. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was everywhere. <laughs> Spraying it everywhere. I'm going to say I was nervous. It was my first time with anime girls. So I don't, yeah. can't be blamed. Like, you know, this isn't normally how I perform. <laughs> I, I usually last at least twice this long. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot more than normal, too. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been saving up, uh, been but, busy, you know, work. Uh, other than, other <laughs> than that, um, I really haven't been playing too many games this week because I uh, got sick on Monday. I took Monday off, and I got sick on the day I took off. Uh, and uh, then I worked from home on Tuesday because I was just like, man, getting a little feverish. And I went back to work on Wednesday, and I probably shouldn't have because I was still pretty out of it. But uh, this whole week, I've just been tired, drained, and... Um, feeling sick so i haven't really been playing much all right all right well now that we know what everyone's been playing this week the real question is has anyone beaten a game this week fuck yeah i beat that yakuza 2 all right yakuza 2 
tend to write it down on the pen that I don't have. Uh, God, nothing you're for me. Write it down on the pen you don't have. I'm writing it on the pen. Yes. Okay. We need to get to page three, Caleb. This is. Joe had faith in our ability to game. Well, uh, how many? How many is on the second page? Like, well, we need to get two forty-seven to use the third page, and you're uh, at thirty. Okay, I was at I was at fifty-two. Time for those twenty-minute okay. games you were talking about. I mean, I could. I do have some, but yeah. Um, so nothing for you either, Cameron. No, nothing. we're bare, barren this week. So the hog for the host is as follows. Caleb Craig in first place with 39. I am in second place with 37. And Cameron is in last with 14. How many did we need to triplicate Cam Cam? Uh, 52 now. 52? Fuck. Or no, wait. 14? Mm-hmm. 42. Jesus. Sorry. Jeez. 42, I was like, 52 so is I, like I impossible. <laughs> no, it is not impossible. All right. I have James like... Proven. I have like... The next, I have until like the second off. So Jesus like, Christ! Why I don't you get could, a? I could. Why don't you get a sick Cam job? Cam. Actually, wait. Cam Cam is going to be uh, Galgun, so I don't know if I can. <laughs> well, that'll just. Then I'd have to do like. You'll just have to do uh, forty-five. That's not that much more. I mean, that's only seven more games in what nine days. I might be sitting on a game right now that's close to being completed as well. Fuck you, a game. Uh, He'll drop it at the last minute. His darkest dungeon. We've gotten. Really I mean that uh, Battlefield Five has uh, story modes. So yeah, it's probably like ten yeah. minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it, it's supposed to be really short. I looked up how long to beat, and it was like three or four hours. Are yeah. you for fucking the story? serious? It's, it's yeah. Oh my god! This, this is going to be an easy plat as well. So uh, is, the, is it just like single player collectibles for the? Um, yeah, single player collectibles, defeating it on all the difficulties and uh, doing spe- uh, specific missions in a certain way. So and their games, they're not hard on the mm-hmm. hardest, not really. Um, there is one level that was kind of hard on hard, but other than that, is that the hardest? It's just hard. Um, I haven't. I thought it there was a harder difficulty than hard oh. expert or something, but I'll have to double check. I, I just remember the one part in the campaign. On Battlefield One, where the planes started slamming into the ground nearby, <laughs> and that was hard. You saw that shit. You were there for when I, for when they were kamikazing me relentlessly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't it you also it was that had the guy in the ground? Yes. The what are your arms, soldier? Yeah. What are your arms? <laughs> you I'm come around the corner and the guy just like drops his gun. His arms are like straight on his. And he's shooting and at his, me with his toes. Yeah, and it's on his foot, and he shoots you with it. <laughs> and then he just sinks into the ground. It's fucking beautiful. That's like the greatest uh, glitch in a while. <laughs> the glitch of the generation. And the, then the fucking armored train level and the planes decided, <laughs> yeah. instead of just strafing me like normal planes, they just wanted to fucking just slam me with their entire plane. Just yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like wow, I didn't realize Japan entered the fray. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, suddenly there's the fucking, the, the oh, fucking is Japanese. For, is he going for his first plat? No. Yeah. <laughs> Banzai! <laughs> Taking shots of sake up there. Yeah, yeah. They were drunk the whole time. Though the sad thing about the Japanese is they didn't have enough fuel to come back, so they were all gonna die. All the people they sent on the planes, they were expected to die, which is crazy. So like yep. all the people that slammed into shit, those guys got balls, man. This guy's got big balls. It's uh I mean, if we ever wanted to, it's not the podcast for it, but to get into the culture that was Japan and why it would breed such loyalty. But it's you know, crazy it's a yeah. discussion for another podcast. No, or like a podcast where we review a World War II game. 
I guess we if could. We've only yeah, done if we wanted to tie it and in it's, that it, way. It, I don't there's think like any World War II game has really touched on like Japan at all. It's always like it's almost always Germany. Front. Yeah, it's almost always find, Germany. Let me find this. Uh, yeah, World of War had Japan, but that's the last game I played with Japan in it. Um, I think Call of Duty Three has it too. So, um, maybe. Maybe. interesting fact: the last. Um, the last airbender? No. The last Japanese soldier to surrender was in 1974. And they find him in like a fucking, in the woods. Mm-hmm. Oh and he God. would only be relieved of duty of his former uh, commanding officer. Wow. He, and so that's the dedication that uh, was bred He's uh Japan. He's the one guy in Kong Skull Island that like wrecked his plane during the war and was like cut off from society for like 30 years. So part of the story that was so funny is that people knew he was there and he's taking pot shots of people all the time and they kept trying to give him newspapers and stuff like, hey, you know, the war's been over. And he's like, no, this is propaganda. I shall still fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know... <laughs> Until they actually had to fly in his former <laughs> his former uh, unit commander. Once they found out who he was, former unit commander to, to talk to him. Hey, you know, yeah, it's, it's over, man. It's like, we got fucking destroyed, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it was a while back, but we got fucked. Did you imagine that guy's face <laughs> when he found out about the the bombs? Yeah, it's like they was huge, man. Uh, I think I'm going back in the woods and shoot people. <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have done. He's like, well, fuck these villagers. Then I'm gonna use this shitty gun and try to kill them all. Uh, I'm just gonna hide in the woods and take pot shots of people. That's been going for me for a while. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like it. So, can you imagine uh, that you have like some hermit near your thing and like you're just like going out of your car and suddenly the fucking Side mirror, just because like, <laughs> like, God damn it! How much ammo do you think that guy had to be like taking pot shots at people? I for don't know. Years. Man. I know it's like the it's like the polar opposite of fucking uh, Russia. Like they have all the ammunition. <laughs> it's not like one guy with the gun, one guy with the clip. It's like here's your gun and ten thousand fucking rounds. <laughs> go out and go- cause the most chaos possible. What if he started like rationing? Like I can only shoot X amount of times per <laughs> yeah. day for the rest of the year. They must know I live, but I, I have to preserve. <laughs> this will last me until the 70s, <laughs> when our great our great country will finally win. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I know. That just, like, that's, the, that's the mindset. He was willing to live years of his life in the woods for, for his ideas and for his country. And then the people who are willing to slam their planes into um, ships as an act of war and the dedication to, you know, the, their country and their loyalty to their country and just, like, the environment that in Japan that bred that. And there's a whole huge thing we could get into for that, but, you know, another time, another podcast. If only we had that kind of dedication to the hog, you know. <laughs> we just let our, we just dive bomb our our, our, our lives. Lives and, <laughs> and careers. Careers, and yeah, and, <laughs> and just families. Just... <laughs> <laughs> The fucking boar, like as the smoke clears from the wreckage, the boar just like trots out <laughs> magnificently. <laughs> Mane flowing in the wind, balls rears up through the dust. Yeah, rears up. Its huge balls finally lift off the dust, and it cries out into the night. <laughs> uh, the balls won't lift off anything; they'd be like dragging. <laughs> Shivers every time. Yeah, yeah. The clouds are like glowing with the flames of the wreckage. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's the kind of dedication we need for the hog. And we don't have it this year. No. <laughs> this year we suck. But uh, make sure you guys get well, your what, hog in. What did we get the first year? I don't think we got this many the first year. The first year we were kind of chumps, too, I feel like. Last year we just went um, crazy. I think the first year, I don't remember how many games I beat. I think I beat 17 games or 18 games the next year and tied or just barely beat Joe. So 
Yeah, I think you were like 18 yeah. last year. I think we only had like 20-something for you and I like last uh, the first year. You think so? I th- probably. Maybe we, based maybe we, I don't think we got to 30. I think we were close, but I don't think we based, got to 30. Based on how disgusted we were at like the 52 that Jake did that year, you're probably right. Yeah. But now 52 is like... Because I did 52 last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Disgusting. Exactly. So make sure you guys get your hog in, though. It's We have about nine days until the uh, end of the year. They're going to end the year in European or, like, UK time. Yeah, apparently. so the end of the year, it's going to be uh, 12 o'clock midnight GMT. That's the uh, where the server is being hosted. So yeah. um, it'll be probably about 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. Are they uh, going to have the numbers from last year, like... So I'm working on that. So um, the the person who's normally who normally pulled all the uh, database entries for you know the stats or whatnot, um, he's working on other stuff, and so I'm going to be the one um, pulling that. I'm, I also have a work friend who's helping me build something in Excel to make this more automated, so I could pull the data, throw it into this program, and then have it come out all. Uh, but ready for us. When when it resets, like is it all going to be gone? No, gone? no, okay. no, no. As long as there's like some backup, copy and in any ways, even if it did disappear from the uh, main thing itself, we have backups of it. So, oh, okay, yeah. So I guess if uh, <clears throat> if you watch a movie or something like that before, no, you know what? Let's just end it there. No, no more, no adding extra stuff to your points. Like just mm-hmm. we're gonna do. British time. Yep. So in your respective time zones, British find out what time. midnight GMT is on the first for you, and then yeah. make sure you get any last minute hogs done before then. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> are you guys going to enter your stuff? <laughs> no. Uh, I should probably do that. Throw off the stats. How, wow, how does he have so much stuff hogged in one <laughs> fucking month? Yeah. In one day. It's. You know what? I think it's cooler to look at annual stats, so I don't think it'd be a big deal to enter all your shit. I don't know. Craig, you should do it, dude. I want to see how many points you have. It's going to be a lot more than me. It is. But it is. it's not if you never... I haven't... How, how often have you hogged? Every time. Every time. I, so, I you like, what's sad is I haven't hogged anything for so long, and I'm only a few slots down from you. <clears throat> yeah. I'll blow you out of the fucking water the second I start hogging How, stuff. though? What have you even done? Dude, movies, games, books... Yeah, I don't think he's logged any of comics, that shit. All the stuff I have consumed has not been logged. Hmm. Just like, yeah, living my life has not been hogged yet. I, I have like four podcasts I need to put in there, but that's it. It's like <laughs> nothing. It's like four points. <laughs> I'm trying to go through all of them, and I'm I'm in June now, I think. So like, I'm getting there. I'm starting to listen to the After Darks, too. Oh, At first, good. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do those. And then I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do them. They're only like 20 minutes long. Yeah. So. Super easy. I mean, technically, we could count all of the podcasts because, you know, we do them. So we yeah. experience them firsthand. You know, I told Joe that, but, but and he started have, actually hogging them, and I was oh, like, that fuck. feels wrong. Yeah, but didn't we have this argument about, ver- you know, creating content versus uh, consuming content and what we could log for creating stuff? Because we yeah, had this one yeah. guy who was creating board games and stuff like that. Yeah, we but told we don't no. have a criteria for board games. Well, we don't have criteria for creating podcasts, now do we? Well, we have a criteria for podcasts of listening for them. Specifically yeah. Which is a very different podcasts. activity than recording them. But you are listening to me and Schweiss talk, and we are, in, are listening to you. And, you know, maybe you that's know. it. Maybe that's why I don't log... Um, podcasts when you guys are talking because it doesn't feel like real content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go to hell, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, just go to hell. Uh, get your shit in, though, guys. It's almost over. I want to have real stats. I want to see the first real year of Hogib. Because um, we didn't have it last year, did we? Or um, at the very end, maybe it was something. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't have let, have it last year, so... And if you haven't used the app yet, do it. It's a great way to it's a great way to just kind of keep track of all the stuff you've done Bookmark for the year. It. I've seen people on you, Twitter ask like Can you really say you've consumed content if you haven't logged it? I exactly, mean, yeah. It's how are you not obsessed with lists? Like that's my obsession in this life. Lists go on. So lists, the guy who never logs his lists. Lists and, and fucking stats and, and all of that is just so it gets my panties wet, you know, like it's perfect. I love seeing how much time I've blown, how much how much of a useless piece of shit I really am, <laughs> having the numbers to prove it, you know? That's what I want, and that's what you guys should want, too. So get your hog in. And if not, if you haven't done it this year, you can always start it, start it next year. It's We only have, like, what, 70, 80 users or something like that registered? Um, like, I think we're in the 80s. Yeah, so, like, that's not even nearly all of you guys like it's nowhere close so get in there keep track of your shit and it's a fun little fun little competition yeah we got some awards we're gonna do for real this time exactly well. not like pretend like last year all right but uh, <laughs> do we have any questions yeah we got a couple first one is from a4 extreme he says has there ever been a game uh not required for any of the shows that you didn't play because of its hour count on how long to beat like any games that seem too daunting in terms of minimum playtime um could you repeat that question i think i lost some of that in the craig way how i i he basically is asking like <laughs> how he says and then becomes and, in, uh, incoherent uh, and, uh, but fuck you! That was that was clear and concise. You piece of fucking shit. I understand the question. He's the one. I'm I'm just helping him out. So the gist of it before I stopped paying attention because it was boring. Are there any games we did not play because of how long it was? Yeah, that were outside the show. No. I mean, the longest game I played was for the fucking show. So. Persona 5? Persona 5. Um, I don't think I've had any that I didn't play because of how long it was. I mean, we have started strategically picking games in certain... With certain, you know, time to beats for certain people who have other podcasts. Well, yeah, with but other that was that's for the angry. show. He's talking about like outside the show, like that you wanted to play. Oh, but, so outside like, of the show, yeah, that no. you just didn't take on because of how long it was. I mean, I read Dead Redemption. Is um, that because the, you know how long it is? It's a long fucking game. I just didn't have the time to play it. I knew I'd get around to it eventually, but I haven't picked it up just because I had so many other games I had to play. So that's co- sort of one. I'd say that's kind of qualifies, but you know, not in the long run. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say the only one that comes to mind is probably the Nocturne game. Um, and that's sort of ish for the show because it was gifted to us. Most of it was anyway. And uh, so, I mean, that's <laughs> the probably the tax you had to play, you had to pay. Yeah, I don't even think it was ten cents. But anyway, it was. Uh, it's the biggest reason why I haven't played it and I haven't started even playing it is because of how long it is. And I, I have other things that I have to play for both of the shows and I want to limit the things that I play for funds, for funsies to like the big games that I've been waiting to play for a long time. And like Red Dead and Red Dead, I've spent a lot of time in 
And it's kind of becoming an issue now because I've got stuff that's like due for Ultima in I mean, about a week and I haven't started it. The it's games that I game. find fun that I sink hours and hours into are fucking multiplayer games that don't get me anywhere on the fucking list. So, well, you don't care about the list, clearly. I well, mean, I do. Craig's talking about tripling down on your I ass. Fucking, I fucking <laughs> want to stay in uh, fucking gold on uh, Overwatch, uh, gold tier. Higher. Oh, so you have to keep playing. Yeah, and then I haven't played in a long time, so I'm not ranked anymore. Uh, but then fucking Battlefield 5 is good and just... You know, it's it's more about the multiplayer experience. So you're working together with you know, your friends, your team. Well, and we, I mean, the funny thing is, I think that's why in the first year our hog was so pathetic because we played, we played a shitload of Battlefield in our first year of the show. I'm yep. pretty sure. Because um, mm-hmm. Battlefield One that came out, did that come out right when we were starting, or was that in year two? Um, well, I think if it only... came out in 20, 2016, twenty sixteen, twenty. Hmm. I don't remember. I, th- I know it was at the end of the year for yeah. one of them. Um, update on Battlefield Five, though. They have reverted the time to kill back to what it was, and so now it's a legit game again. Oh, okay. That's good. It was October 21st, 2016 for Battlefield One. So nice. the show was a thing. Mm-hmm. And that was our first year. That's probably why, because we played... I feel like we played a lot of multiplayer stuff. We did, because that's what we enjoyed doing. And that was when the podcast was more about friends, the clan, getting together. Well, that's because now the clan is it's fractured. See, now <laughs> we only have three of us, so we have to like make up for that. I mean, it's not like use. Joe was ever fucking playing multiplayer games. Uh, that's a good anyway, point. Yeah, so. <laughs> he was never actually there. So. <laughs> so what it sounds like is that you need to pick up Battlefield Five. So we can bring the clan back to That is kind of what... Do you have you it? No, Cam Cam, it is on sale. And you did say when it was on sale, you'd buy it for me. I said maybe. How much of a sale but is it But I'm on? more inclined to it's purchase like something... It's like 30 bucks. I'm, so more it's like inclined, I'm more inclined to purchase stuff for Craig than I am for you, Shuai, so... I thought you were just about to say the opposite. No, And I would have been you. understanding, because <laughs> I would play Battlefield. And I'm an ally that you'd be that you should be willing to pay. I know you'd be you'd be more of an asset to the team, but Craig will actually play with us. I am kind of selfish in those games, but when we were playing with you, me, and your roommate, we we did some pretty good shit, dude. Yeah, and then Zach's part of the team too, so that's almost a full. We squad. have a studio. We a studio would have audience a full... today. Zach, Zach is listening. So yeah, it's our first live. Well, not our first live performance, but. Uh, we actually thought about doing that one time, doing like a live podcast for Ultima. It never worked out, but um, yeah, Mexican hat live from Mexican hat, Utah. Yeah, live from Mexican hat. Can we can we record on the Mexican hat? We, you know, I don't know if they'd let us do that, but I feel like we could probably do it in time and then leave. So we are straight up live from Mexican hat, the Mexican hat, just like on top of it. Just really- like it's like anybody beat a game and then the hog bores and then you hear like police sirens and a bunch of like quick footsteps running away. <laughs> Fuck get out, get out No, get the shit, get the shit. <laughs> Tag the hog Tag the hog on the Mexican hat, hurry. Yeah. Get him, hashtag hog Hashtag Mexican hat <laughs> Alright, run, run <laughs> That would be that would be a lot of fun. I I, I kinda wanna live there. Especially because there's another town nearby that's called Montezuma Creek, Montezuma's Creek, and like it's funny because it's like Mexican Hat is like fucking upstream, 
from that. Or yeah, yeah, it's upstream. So like the reason why Montezuma's Creek is Montezuma's Creek is because of the filthy water from Mexican Hat. Because Montezuma's <laughs> curse is like diarrhea, you know, like the like uncovering Montezuma's tomb. Like the curse was supposed to be the runs, and it's f- down from Mexican Hat. It, I thought it was like just some like redneck fuck or something. Yeah, I'll call it Montezuma Creek, but it's like fucking deep. It's yeah. deep and perfect. It's what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll make it downstream from that Mexican hat. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> the curse of Montezuma. <laughs> like the, the one redneck guy that was like a historic buff. A history buff <laughs> was like, yes. Yes, we're doing this. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, this dude. This is a joke just for me? Yeah. No, some some poor bastard 30 years from now in the post office the is going to laugh. Jokes, but- Exactly, yeah. Those are the best jokes. It's great, though. But I was wondering, I was like, Mexican hat, I don't, why the fuck would you call your town that? And now I know. Now I know exactly why they would call their town that. If they called it Sombrero, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah. So it wouldn't be from Mexico or the Mexican hat. It would, it wouldn't, it would be fly, it would fly right under the radar. Mm. But, uh, yeah. You really buy it for Craig first, though, huh? Yeah, probably. Craig would definitely play it with you, though. I know he would. I mean, I could get it for both of you for Christmas, so there's that. Well, I mean, it's up to you. I, I mean, ain't buying nobody anything for Christmas. Oh, I know. I'm poor. I mean, I'm not Cheap actually ass. poor, but I'm just greedy, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> I had a lot of big fucking expenses this year, to be honest. Oh, I know. I Any mean, other questions? No. Oh, yeah, we do. Um... One more, right? You said yep. a couple? The other one is from Jake. He says, uh, which game publisher has had the worst year and who had the best? Um, I think the best year for a game publisher might be Rockstar um, because of Red Dead 2's massive success. It's already outsold the first game by like almost double. And this is one of those moments where I'm like kicking myself because... I, I I was looking at like uh, I was thinking about it. And I was like, okay, I want to start doing stock stock stuff. Um, and I was thinking like, okay, what am I what am I into? And I was like, okay, I'm into games. So it would make sense for me to like play around with the stock market when it comes to video games because that's what I that's my my thing. You know, that's what I play. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the fucking stock for Take Two Interactive. And it's impossible. And it's ninety. It was ninety seven dollars when I looked at it last, and I was like, "That's steep." But I was thinking, you know, if I got like ten, twenty bucks, and I bought three of these, it'd be a thirty dollar increase on my uh, on my thing. And I was like, "That would be awesome," because I'm pretty sure Red Dead Two is going to be a big game. And then I went back and I looked at how much Take Two's in- interactive stock rose after the release of Grand Theft Auto Five, which is the most successful game in the last like thirty years or twenty years at least. It didn't move at all, basically. It was like, it, it like barely was affected. It was like a dollar or so. And so I was like, okay. <sighs> I'm not going to do stock in video games. I'm not going to worry about it. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So that was uh, March of this year when I had that epiphany and when it was at $97.46 a share. Mm-hmm. And it fucking, it, it, when Red Dead 2 dropped, almost $130. So if I would have bought like three shares, I would have got a hundred bucks Look easily. Look up uh, Santa Monica Studios. You know, uh, 
Bethesda probably dropped quite oh, a bit I know. recently. So as for so, an example, uh, for an example, now would be a good time to get into that <laughs> before because, the release of because uh, when they release uh, Elder Scrolls Elder Six, Scrolls 6 and yeah. then that uh, other game that there was. Anyways, like, I have Star a, something. I have a theory Starfield. about the uh, app. Yeah. I have a theory about Fallout seventy six and what its real purpose was. So. It, it was, it was supposed DLC to be the multi- for <laughs> Fallout Four that they turned into a game because to, to, they turned it they into a game money. because they knew their fanboys would buy it. They knew, yeah, they knew they would spend a to full fund their, to fund other projects like the Starfield. I that I I was telling that to a guy at work the other day. I was like, the only reason why it wasn't a Fallout Four DLC like it was initially supposed to be, and we all know it's supposed to be because they realized they could sell it for full price, do collector's editions. And no one would say a word. And I mean, they are saying a word now. They're saying but, plenty of words now. So, But mostly, that's because they dropped the ball on it. If it would have been a pretty fun game, no one would have said a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. There would be a few people that would be like, I know what happened, but it's really fun, so fuck it. Yeah. But no. they, they sent out a half-cooked <clears throat> fucking burrito. And I have a, a gripe against that, but I'm going to wait till the main episode content. So. Yeah, I totally think that's what happened, mm-hmm. though. Because they announced, like, hey, look, Elder Scrolls Six. Oh, there's a tech demo. <laughs> like, All right, now we got to pay for it. Um, so how did Santa Monica do? Uh, Santa Monica, unfortunately, they're owned by Sony Corp. Oh. So it's not really going to reflect a whole lot. Okay, that's true. Well, Sony made their own... Um, they, made their, their, they made a separate company for PlayStation stuff, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I think Santa Monica's still so owned by one, Sony Interactive I, or whatever. I think that was the one that they separated. The stock barely rose, though. It, it's not very high. So it's 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 a little more it's a little different because that's like a huge umbrella. If Santa Monica had their own, like if they were a, a private company on the stock market, then we could truly see what it did. But uh, I would say Santa Monica might also be one of the ones that had the best year as far as like being a studio because Santa Monica that's is exactly what I was bringing them up for because I think they had they had such a good year. Yeah, they Such really game. they really did and it was a big it was a big success, you know, it was a, a it was a success. huge deal. Um I think Insomniac Games had a pretty good one because they released that Spider-Man game and their last thing that they did was that uh kind of mediocre Ratchet and Clank game and movie. So mm. Okay. Uh, so like they came they ga- they came back pretty hardcore with the amazing Spider-Man game. Right. So I think they had a pretty great year this year. Nice. Yeah, I guess on ResetEra.com, there's a, a thread that's saying God of War surpassed 9 million players, which is pretty crazy. That's not that many sales. It's probably only like 7 million or so, or maybe 8 people like borrowing copies and stuff. But that's a lot of people that have touched the game already. Um, that's And it's already the most successful God of War game they've ever made. Yep. So it's been a it's been a huge year for them. They've dominated the awards. Um, it's basically between them and Red Dead Two, as far as like everyone's like. And we picks all know, honestly, which ones the better ones. <laughs> we haven't played Red Dead Two. We all know which one's honestly the best one. I I know which one. I don't know if you do. Have you, uh, Zach? I'm going to ask uh, the Peanut Gallery. Um, you've played both, right? Which one's better? God of War. It's because it's, it's not an easy choice, though, is it? It's not- yeah, he says it's not an easy choice. The ending of that, the main story, is pretty fucking great. And uh, yeah, yeah, like God of War just had that emotional quality to it, especially if you've played the previous series. Um, that you just can't. Oh man, it's 
It's close. They're both really great games. There are some things in some of the awards that Red Dead won that I think it is better at. I do think it has a better soundtrack. I do think it has better voice acting. I do think it has a better narrative, but mm. maybe not a better story. Um, just the way they tell it, the way it's like so many things know. interweaving. The way they told the story in God of War is pretty fucking fantastic. I'm going to have to play Red Dead, and then we can see. I would say like it's a more complex narrative, at least. God of Wars is very simple, and that's one of the things yeah, I loved a about story, it. Yeah, yeah um, I, I, I just need to play Red Dead. Yeah, no, they're both really fucking good games. Um, and I don't know which one I think is better. I Honestly, I don't know what I'm going to choose at the All end right. of the year. Next week's episode, <laughs> no idea. No idea? Nope. Okay. No fucking clue. <laughs> and I made my Skullet guy for Red Dead Online, you know, <laughs> and I keep getting disconnected from the fucking server because I'm playing upstairs with ass Wi-Fi. Uh, you guys Why would you ever to, fucking you do that? You need to make your um, Skullet? King of no. the Hill guys no. for... Play off of Wi-Fi. For, uh, for that Red Dead Online. Yeah. King I tried. Games. I was going to make... Uh, what's his name? But I can't... There's no Indian skin tone. I was going to be John Redcorn, yeah. And then I'd, I'd get, like, Cody to play his son. It's like the boy, you know, he's like super small version of me. Dude, that, that would be awesome. Oh, man. Uh, I want to do that so bad. I wonder if you unlock more skins and stuff as you play it. I'm not sure, but... I don't know. It's still in the beta, so it's... I mostly just want them to add any kind of glasses because, like, I can't. It can't really be Dale Gribble without. You know, I have a relative who actually speaks like him. It sounds exactly like him. It's crazy. Like Dale? Mm Mm-hmm. They can't understand anything saying. Oh, you mean Boomhauer? Oh, Boomhauer. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't doubt it. I was gonna say I know a lot of people that talk like Dale. I mean. Maybe not a lot. Fucking crazy. I have to find him on Facebook again. It's hilarious. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, so it's uh, they both had really great years. I would say Bethesda is probably the one that's had one of the worst years. Look up their stock real fast uh, for Bethesda. Yeah, while we're on the topic of stocks, if they're even uh, a uh, company that does that, I don't know if they've had the worst year though, because they had a pretty good E3, and then the Fallout seventy six is really their only big disappointment. Oh, wow. I think, uh, okay. Oh, it's owned yeah. by ZeniMax. Yeah. And ZeniMax is, I think it's, fuck. We need to also look up Blizzard and their fucking Diablo for the phone fiasco thing. Don't you guys have There's phones? There's so much fucking, fucking overreaction to that. It's so <laughs> fucking stupid. It's like, we want Diablo 4. Yeah, well, we're still making it. We're just putting this out while you're waiting for Diablo 4. yes, it was an overreaction, but the way they handled it was just hilarious, dude. Well, I know. It's because, like, (laughs) everybody was a piece of shit and was like, well, is it coming to the PC? Because they wanted it to be Diablo 4, and they're like, And then they say no, and then everyone's like, (laughs) It's for the fucking (laughs) phone. They're still making Diablo Four. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the Donald Trump wins the presidency guy like screaming on the ground all over again. These, fucking, <laughs> these inbreds, God. <laughs> and it's like you're fine. The game's gonna still be. We're gonna still do a Diablo Four. We're not gonna make the mobile game our focus. What are you high? So honestly, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> Bethesda actually released a mobile game the correct way. I'm gonna which I'm, one? So uh, Fallout Shelter. 
so yeah, they so what one. they did is like, hey, we have this huge announcement, guys, but here's this free mobile game as the pre-announcement. Everyone's like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty cool. If they did the same thing, if Blizzard did the same thing for Diablo 4, it would have been much better. You know what's funny about the yeah, stock? Well, for, Diablo uh, 4 is still a while away. Yeah. And they <laughs> were basically making this Diablo game for like Asian markets because they exactly, play cause they're all way into mobile, the mobile stuff more mobile, exclusively. Yeah. So they're like, hey, guys, we're making this Diablo game. You're going to be able to play it too. Like, Honestly, they not Blizzard really could for care, you. Blizzard but... could care less about their core fan base here in America when it came to that mobile game because they're going to make well, so yeah. much money off of it in the, you know, the Asian markets. You know what's hilarious about the uh, the fucking Bethesda search for stock? They are also owned by Take Two Interactive, who owns Rockstar, and the stock in the last uh, well since since uh, the raging success of Red Dead 2, it has gone down to $101 instead of the 130 So, <laughs> Bethesda fucked him over in a way. Don't worry. I'm sure they, that's part Bethesda of can be heavy. Yeah, we can get into that. <sighs> they'll, they'll they'll come back, I'm sure. But uh, Yeah, I, I think it's been a pretty bad year for um, Telltale games as well. I mean, Telltale <laughs> yeah. definitely had the worst year. Because they're, they're, they're gone now. And it wasn't even like Microsoft bought them and then we're like, hey, fuck you. Closed him down. Studios. <laughs> yeah, Lionhead Studios. Uh, the guys who made fucking um, fuck. I can't remember what the studios. The Age of Empires guys. They bought got bought by by fucking Microsoft. They made Halo Wars and then they shut the studio down. They also shut down Rare after buying them. Like Microsoft is evil, dude. They they are evil. They're doing it so that they can control the IPs. They are, yeah, and they can re-release the IPs. That's why you can buy a bunch of Rare games on Xbox now. That's well, exactly they, why yeah, they wanted they have to do the it. Rareware collection, yeah. And I mean, some of these companies might be duds now. They might not be like Rare. I don't I don't know if they were going to keep continuing to release great games or anything like that. It might not have been worth it to keep them around, but that's exactly why they're doing it. They're just picking up these good IPs re-releasing them, cashing well, in. See, that's one of the things I don't like about Microsoft is they, they keep buying these companies, but then they like shut everything down so they can have the IPs, but then they have like no companies that will make games for them now. Because they have like they have less game uh, less companies that make games specifically for them than like PlayStation does cuz PlayStation has like the Santa Monica Studios, you know, Insomniac Games that are going to bring out like Ghost and, and then they have a uh, Sucker Punch which is going to do like Ghost of Tsushima next year. You know, they have all sorts of companies that are like PlayStation exclusive stuff and yeah. then Microsoft is like, yeah, we're going to buy a bunch of studios and then close them down. The one thing I'm worried about is that they're going to close down. Uh, they're going to close down Ninja Theory. Uh, they're not going to close down Ninja Theory. Fucking! I all I've seen from Microsoft if, is they buy them and they close the fuckers. That's they're taking like the opposite uh, thing now. Is like they're buying they studios say. specifically to make. But remember, uh, I said that guy looks like he wants to fuck your wife or sister if he like lived with <laughs> you for a little while. They're like CEO guy for fucking the Xbox. Ron Howard guy, yeah, he's gonna fuck. He's gonna fuck Hellblade, and he's gonna leave it, leave it in the dirt. You wait. They'll have like a big old exclusive game, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, they're not, they're not uh, lucrative anymore. We're gonna close them down." Yeah, Boom. if they do fuck up even once, Microsoft most likely will just fuck. Shut Got that down. one strike system. Yeah. They basically did that with the um, Lionhead Studios. Yeah, but they were like making they that were, game they were forever, taking, though. Yeah. Well, and honestly, Fable 3 was not that great. 
They I still have the Fable thing, and they're bringing back Fable now because they own the IP. They're just yeah. not having Lionhead Studios do it. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be the same, man. I mean, I know it's not going to be the same. No, it's going to be different. But, I mean, the same thing happened with Doom. None of the original creators were on the new Doom game, mm-hmm. and we loved that. That was like an homage to the... Some of them were. I don't I mean, think... It's, uh... Not the two main guys, at least. Yeah. No, they moved on to other so stuff. It's but... Bethesda now. It's not just Well, it's id. still id software. Yeah, yeah, owned it's by owned by them, but it's it's not even the same company at all. Um, and they said they were done with Doom after 3. Hmm. So it's like, I don't know, but it's like I'm a beautiful... I'm glad they brought it back, and I'm glad they're keeping it alive. Yeah, it's In such like a... a new and innovative way. If we ever wanted to do an episode Dude, of, of music and games and how music can enhance gameplay, fucking Doom 2016 is just a star example of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way they program that uh, soundtrack is great. Yeah, there's been there have been some good years for a lot of people, some bads. Mm-hmm. Um, Telltale, I'm not really sad about. I, I find most of their games kind of subpar. Um, I I find them barely games. Yeah, yeah, they're just interactive experiences. I tried to play one once. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. hard, but I just lost interest. Yeah, it's not, and they're not always super riveting. Like I enjoy them when I'm playing them. When I'm done, I'm like, oh, that wasn't as bad as everyone was saying. But over time, I'm just like. I mean, it's like it a ten-hour experience of you playing like mini games. Essentially, it's just the like, game. Not version. even like mini games. It's like it's like a ten-hour experience of nothing but the uh, the God of War interactive. It's just the game version stuff. of like choose your own story type book. Yeah, and honestly, I and kinda, it's not even choose your own story because really, most yeah. of the stuff will happen anyway, Damn just it. to a different person. Like specifically in those first like two uh, Walking Dead's. Like, you basically just choose who dies, but then that other person that you save dies later. Yeah, it's like you have characters A through H, and it's like, okay, choose character A or B to live here. And then later it's like, character A or B dies here. So it's like, they either die in chapter two, or they die in chapter three. They're <laughs> yeah, dying. They have Stupid. that formula in, like, <laughs> yeah. 80% of the games that they've released. And it's like, it, and it's like don't you want to play it again? And it's like, not when I can tell what was going to happen. Like, yeah. In the second one, there's some big stuff at the very end that you can choose and really alter what happens. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, I, I, I don't know, I've never played one of them twice. Never. And I played one on PC, and I could platinum it by playing it again on console, but I, it's not worth it, because there's no need. Yeah. I already got all of my emotional fill out of it. Yeah, there's no, the there's time. like the trophies for them, like don't even like call you to play them again. It's no, they just, just dole one, them out. One experience and then you're done. They're not, they're not even like, hey, make this choice at this point. Make this choice at this point. Exactly, yeah. That would be cool if they did that. Um, and You'd just had like a ton of bronzes. You know? but like a, every trophy is a bronze, so they have the same like value for the game. Instead of like gold for getting to chapter three, it's like... Thanks. Like I, did, I didn't even work for it. Really, it's just, yeah. It's for a, for a game studio that was basically like choose your own adventure shit, they had very limited choices, and and they had very they didn't give you a reason to do those choices either. There's no reward. There's no unless you're really that into the story, which you're probably not because they're not that engrossing. To be honest, like I'm always positive when I walk away from them, but like in you know in hindsight, it's like they're all just okay. And that's just how it is. Yeah. So that's that's all I have to say about that. I I, I don't think any other examples really come to mind. Um, Nintendo, I guess they're fucking destroying this year. Yeah. The Switch is like Nintendo the biggest has had thing. A good year. 
Uh, they're not not really Switch, so much the development. Yeah, the S- Smash Bros is big. Um, I would say more is like a I don't know what else a console is. and is where their their big success comes from. I'm sure Smash sold like crazy and yeah. uh, everything else, but I, I think they've had a pretty great year. Now let's go Pikachu and yeah, you know, yeah, pretty well. I'm kind of glad they're I'm kind of glad they're up and on the up and up again because I mean, the Switch is great. Should have invested in Nintendo stock like a, a year or so ago when it was Wii U. Yeah, when the, it was the invest, Wii U invest, era. invest in Wii U era, and then you'd be right and rich right now. Probably because yeah. uh, Pokemon uh, Go alone did wonders for their stock. So yeah. That was like a fly by night, though. You got to get that. Yeah. You got to <laughs> buy and sell Go in makes like me three laugh, weeks. Though, because like Pokemon Go had almost nothing to do with Nintendo. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny though? Isn't like, people just, just thought a it was Nintendo, but it was like a literally Niantic. Mm-hmm. You know what's hilarious about uh, about that is the new game looks just like Pokemon Go to me. Well, that's kind of the point. Let's go Eevee and Pikachu. It was yeah. me- it was meant to work both have, with the game, so you could actually. Yeah, like, they have like a similar catching system. Because, yeah, I saw like, that. You're supposed and the, to the berries and, um, shit. and can't you uh, trade certain Pokemon back and forth between the games too? Mm-hmm. That you, you oh between Go and mm-hmm. oh that's really cool. Yeah, yeah it's a cool. And if you, get, if you get the, the Safari Zone for uh, from the old games and put in like the the Pokemon Go parks. So you can like bring over your Pokemon from Pokemon Go and then just go in and like catch them again. Oh, well, like it's like shooting fish in a barrel almost. Essentially, uh, fucked yeah. up. Come in yeah. with your shotgun. You're like, <laughs> all right, you're fenced in. And then you could uh, put Pokemon <laughs> inside the Pokemon thing that came with Pokemon. Like it's a Pokeball that you can buy as a peripheral to Pokemon Go. But like a real Pokeball? Like a physically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But you can use it with Pokemon Let's Go, and you can actually put Pokemon from the game into the ball. And if you carry it around with you, then you see the, the actual Pokeball, then I guess, I don't know what bonuses you get. It, like, boosts, like, the XP of the, the Pokemon. They, like, start making noises and shit. Yeah, and the Pokeball make, will make the, the Pokemon noises know. every now and then. Yeah, and... The, for buying it, you get a Mew, but I, I... The only thing I miss about Pokemon Go is, like, getting the steps to hatch the eggs. That's, like, the one thing. That's, like, end game. So, Go. No. there's no eggs. Hey, no, in Pokemon Go, um, it will now track your steps when you're not in the app. And so, it just tracks your steps throughout the day. And it'll give you rewards and experience if you reach a certain amount of kilometers a day. Oh, dude. I'm hatching like it. crazy. I'll reach it. I think So, I, download the game again and allow it to track your steps. I think, like... A week ago, I did like a, almost twelve miles of walking in my workplace. I had that going. Sick. I had that going when I went to Disneyland, <laughs> and I I got so much experience. Fuck! I wish I would. I think you've said that before. Yeah. I I just don't listen to you. No, people. you, know, you never do. Like <laughs> I, uh, on the, one of the episodes that we were talking on, I had this huge thing where I was paying for two apartments and I was moving to a new apartment, and he just totally forgot that I moved. And you know, I've went through those episodes recently, and you we talk about it like extensively. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You said you were uh, in between apartments. You know, you're paying for both. That's kind of crazy. You should party in the other one. You know, and I said like all sorts of shit about what you should do with the empty house. And then, like, three months later, I'm like, wait, you moved? <laughs> what? I drive to go, like, get on a hike, and I'm like, this is not where he was before. I was no. like, did you, did you move, Cameron? And he's just like, yeah, I moved. <laughs> like, you know I moved. You just forgot. Yeah, yeah so it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. Um, I, that's the one thing I loved, though, is, like, hatching the eggs and getting getting the Pokemon that you can't really get or in your area very often, because some of them will be, like, kind of legendary or just... They'll do events every so often. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, but like it's that I thought that was the funnest part of Pokemon Go, and I, I there were times where I was like, you know what, I kind of want to go on a walk, just kind of capture some mm-hmm. some Pokemon. You know, I'll go on a little jog, I'll get the incense thing going, I'll like catch the fuck out of these. Pokemon Go is still pretty popular where I work, and so we'll do walks every afternoon and whatnot. Yeah, uh, do you have like a a Poke Stop? There's there? a Poke Stop at our where we do work. Do you guys yeah. like throw up lures and shit all the time? No, because okay, so the stop. Um, is you can't actually reach it when you're in our office section. You actually have to leave and go to the bathroom for the building in order to reach it. Oh, so like the lines are, the bathroom lines are just like... No, the, there's only like a oh, handful okay. of us. Who are there, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we had one right on top of where I worked. It was like the buffalo downstairs, the buffalo statue at Frontier. Oh, yeah. Was a fucking Pokestop. Nice. And we, it was just Lore City. I didn't have to buy any lures. There were like 30 other people just like, Lore would go down like a minute later, just a new one pops up, shitload of Pokemon, you just like do all your catching. Yeah, nothing yeah. that intense, but we'll go do raids every so often. Somebody would come by and be like, Lore's up, you know, and everyone would whip out the phone because mm. the, the app ate the shit out of your battery, you know, <laughs> badly. Very terrible. It was yeah. a great time to have stock in like a fucking, you know, like mobile rechargeable well, a, a charger decent, no, thing. A, a, no, a decent uh, mobile battery pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were selling them, too. Like, at the Provo Library, there were guys, like, selling but mobile battery packs. Those were cheap battery packs, too. Ah, oh, man. It's like, oh, yeah. No, I don't want to get in that, but, yeah. It was a, that was in, insane how big that was and how quickly it died. But, uh, all right. Anyway, I think that's it for questions. Let's get into this week's discussion. All right, Cameron, what do you got for us? All right, play that clip for me to start off the segment. All right, let's do it. Doesn't mean shit, okay? Oh. Okay? God damn it. Sorry. Sir Cow, pre-order doesn't mean shit, okay? When you pre-order a game, you're just committing to paying for something that some assholes in California haven't even finished working on yet. You know what you get for pre-ordering a game? A big dick in your mouth. Okay, that's <laughs> that is the clip. Um, <laughs> is that your sentiment on pre-ordering games? No, well, so I I do want to have a discussion on pre-ordering games and you know why it became a thing. Um, it's not necessarily my sentiment. There could be reasons to pre-order games that are, yeah. are that are good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to talk about you know that overall. Um, have you you guys all have pre-ordered games? Oh yeah, before yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't do it anymore, Greg. I haven't in a while, no. I what, Digimon just... is the last one you pre-ordered, you fuck? Uh... Or did Probably. you pre-order Red Dead? Oh, I did pre-order Red Dead. Jesus Christ. Okay, did you pre-order uh, <laughs> Did you pre-order the other game you bought recently? Like, did you pre-order Pokemon Evolution? No, I got those when, seven? when they came out. Okay. There is like no real reason. Turns to out Craig only pre-orders as, as we as we go back through his history of like games nah. he's bought. Oh yeah, I pre-ordered that. Um, I pre-ordered uh, Fallout seventy six because I was like, "Fuck you guys, let me be excited about a game for once." Is that the only thing you've ever pre-ordered? No, <laughs> Fuck I did. Okay. I did pre-order. I, say, a that's bit. A bad I also <laughs> I also pre-ordered um, No Man's Sky. Oh man, you have the and uh, I was about to pre-order Battlefield five, but I listened to reason and i did not which is okay but because i've actually picked it up since then and quite enjoy it so yeah i was gonna say out of those three that would be the one i would probably pre-order yeah 
Anyways, so pre-ordering, why did it become a thing? So everyone knows way back in the day when games were mostly physical, um, in order to know how many copies of game they they to make, um, they would kind of predict or try to forecast how well a game would sell. Right. Yeah. The millions and of units shipped thing. Exactly. That we and see. so to you know avoid having millions of copies created that wouldn't sell and just be wasted you know money at that point, they would you know have to gauge well how popular is the game and if they ended up going to the market without enough physical copies um to cover the demand for it then you end up with angry fans who don't want to buy your games next time or get hyped up about it and so it was a real fucking finite line that they had to you know you know ride down don't make too many copies um but don't make not enough copies right and that was all just you know, trying to predict the market. So a way to help predict a market and how well a game would sell, they would allow you to pre-order a game. So this started becoming, I guess, more popular in the 2000s, maybe even before then, where you could go to your game retailer that you preferred, put down $5 to reserve a copy of that game through that game retailer. And when the release date came, you'd go to that physical location and then pay the rest of the money for that game and then walk out with your copy that was reserved just for you. Mm -hmm. And since this was such an easier way to know how many copies of the game would sell because they knew not everyone would you know pre-order a game yeah but a by an x amount of people pre-ordering game could make it to where they would know how many other copies of the game to make to fill the demand of people who don't want to pre-order or who just want to stroll in a game opening day and just buy it outright right yeah you get and then holiday season right after a game is released is a really big time for game sales as well yeah, you get the you get over time you get enough data to like mm-hmm. see okay this game sold five million total there were a million or two and a half three million pre-orders right we can kind of gauge you know do the math and gauge what our pre-orders are mm-hmm. and, and then kind of look at what the sales are going to look sometimes like. I think it was Rockstar who did this um, they would you know do the pre-order thing but then they would oversaturate the market with games anyway oh they definitely <laughs> did and dude. so they kind of just you know. Um, they uh, kind of defeated the purpose of the pre-order anyway. Because there's going to be enough fucking copies of that game if, whether or not you pre-ordered it. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, how could I not pre-order Grand Theft Auto Five? I'm like, what an asshole. I love the Grand Theft Auto games, you know? And I was like, just go see if GameStop has it. Oh, they had it. They had like 40 copies of PS3 Grand Theft Auto Five, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm buying this shit. Like, I <laughs> yeah, didn't have dude, to pre-order. Freaking, uh, Grand Theft Auto <laughs> has always had like a shitload of copies. It's just the kind. Of, I don't know. That's just their. You know, pre-ordering was made to make it so you don't waste stuff. Maybe but. that's why they're. It's like the third best-selling game of all time because everyone just like. You know, there have been like 800 copies of it at this one GameStop since it came out. And everyone over time is just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to buy GTA 5. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all about those like later down the road sales. Yeah, that no, that, that's, 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 that's actually yourself. a point I want to bring up later about pre ordering. But, uh, um, and to further incentivize uh, pre order sales, they would often. Um, give you you know extra cool art to go with it, like an art book or a, uh, a guide to go with the game, a cool statue, and that was a part of the pre-order bonus that you would get, especially when games more physical. Um, yeah, yeah, you would get something cool to make you want to put money up for the game, and sometimes more than the actual game's value um, to get this extra content, and that's okay for something you like to buy a more collector style edition. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's kind of how pre-ordering games started. And I don't know if I have that much of a problem with that because, 
um, when you're putting $5 down to reserve a physical copy of a game for you, you're guaranteeing that you're going to be able to play that game the day it releases. Yeah, the thing is, is at GameStop, if you do that, it counts towards your total. Mm -hmm. Exactly. it's not like you're... You're not paying $5 and then the $60 on top of that. No, that $5 goes to the overall game purchase price. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was the the first game you guys ever pre-ordered? Probably Fallout... No, sorry. Probably Halo Reach. I have no okay. idea. Maybe God of War three, but I'm not sure. I uh, shit, dude. I pre-ordered Final Fantasy twelve on the PS two. It was like an 06. <laughs> uh, I didn't pre-order until I had a PS three. <laughs> that thing came out, or it was coming out, and I was like, was that yes. uh, was that during your fucking buy- <laughs> buying people's fucking uh, food stamp days? Oh no, that was shortly after that. <laughs> Um, shortly after. Let's see, in 2006, I would have been 15. Oh, yeah, that's definitely... Oh, shit, no, I think that might have been before. <laughs> uh, but no, it wasn't because I had the money from that. I actually did stuff back then. Uh, but yeah, that was the first one I pre-ordered, and I I pre-ordered it, and I think my grandma helped me, because back then, dude, PS2, so beautiful. The games were 50 bucks. And so the collector's edition for that was like seventy, right? Collector's edition for the remastered for it was one hundred and twenty dollars, I think. Right, but see, we're going to see a trend here. That's the next thing I want to talk about. That as time went on and games became more digital, um, they would now create different tiers of pre-order that you could do. Where you could just pre-order the standard game. You might get a bonus or two from doing that. But the more money you're willing to fork over. You might actually get a physical copy out of it, and they're going to get the art and the statues and all the stuff that you used to get just from pre-ordering something. Mm-hmm, and right. so these collector editions came about um, just as a way to get more money out of their dedicated fans. Yeah, steel cases. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites, probably. Yeah. I'm probably still going to get the steel cased uh, uh, Souls collection. So It's pretty cool. Yeah. And it would be nice to not have a PS3 version of Dark Souls 2. Exactly. I don't know how much better it's going to make that asshole of a game, but (laughs) the UI is easier. If I want to shut it down, it doesn't take as long. So (laughs) turn it off and rage, you know? (laughs) Um, And so now you can pay even more money. Like you said, the, the remastered edition was $120 for the collector's edition. That's a huge expense. You know, I think it was actually 200 Exactly. And, and I, I know I was going to fucking buy the Power Armor Edition for Fallout 76 for $200. That was going to be me. It's just a good thing that it sold out before I could get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you would like the Power Armor. Oh, least, I right? mean, I think I would like, I would enjoy it, but I'd have to wear the helmet so I couldn't see the shame whenever I looked in the mirror. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm so mad I didn't have the money to pre-order the Collector's Edition for uh, Witcher 3 because that fucking statue it came with is like running for 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. How much was it? Uh, for the Collector's, I think it was like 150 Oh my god! But even if you pre-order a digital copy of a game, game, you can order. They usually have a couple tiers. Just your standard pre-order the game. They might give you a skin or an emblem, whatever. But then you can order a online deluxe or special edition of the game that goes from anywhere from eighty to one hundred dollars, and that's just for digital content, nothing physical. Yeah, yeah. Usually comes with like skins. extra like boosts like when i bought red dead i got a couple little bonuses Mm -hmm. Um, if i would have bought the 
if I would have bought the more expensive version, I would have gotten like um, more in-game skins, more like free horses up front, yeah. like stuff to make the game a little easier to start out. And the thing Shit is, like you're you're paying all this extra money for things that don't really matter in the game overall. Yeah, you like, might get like an extra boost or two, you might or whatever that fucking does for you, but in the long run it does not change the game for you because it can't because if it did, the then online games would start to favor people who pre-order their games to spend more more money on their games. And that will exclude people who didn't pay that money to pre-order and it would ex- exclude people down the road who are just picking up the game as the time goes on. Yeah, Cuz yeah. the games nowadays are acting more like services um, than just complete um, products that you just pick up. A game it has a shelf life of when the developers will continue to update and continue to work on a game, which is fantastic. But in order to do that, they have to know how many more players they continually bring on as time goes on. Um, this whole uh, thing with uh, Battlefield Five, where they're messing around time to kills and stuff like that, they wanted to make the game a little more casual before the holiday season. So when new players join from, you know, getting the game for Christmas, they're not going to be deterred from it automatically. They wanted more people. Fucked. They wanted more people to play the game because that means more people to buy um, in-game content like skins and whatnot. Um, and so when you view a game like that. You don't want the pre-order bonuses to be so you know fantastic that it ruins the game for everyone else that they want to play the game down the road. Right. Yeah. And if the pre-order bonus gives you something like extra missions to play or something like that, you know that's going to be in a complete edition of the game later if you wait. Yeah. There's no reason to pre-order it. You could probably get it on sale, completed edition, a year or two down the road. Didn't even have to pre-order it. And so that's another thing that. Uh, that is a minus in my opinion about pre-ordering games is that extra content or that game itself that you're paying extra money for if you wait just a little bit it's going to be on sale yeah you get you spend less on the game and still have the same satisfaction and enjoyment for that game unless it's something you wanted to play right when it got released right yeah but then later the complete edition is going to be available as a DLC that for like 15 bucks down the road yeah so it really is almost every time it, that's you know the the incentives are not worth it when you're just getting digital content instead of an art book for the game or something else that makes that uh pre-order special in my opinion yeah um and i'm usually for me when i pre-order a game i'll pre-order the games that i'm gonna go full hog on um the only recent example of me not doing that is red dead 2 and it's because I had I was kind of poor and I'm still like recovering from it after I got married and we went on the honeymoon because I spent a lot of money out there, like a couple grand, and I had just barely agreed to spend about five grand on something else too. So like, kind of fucked, right? Um, yeah. And I was like, I just don't have the money to buy this. But thankfully, a couple people gave us Amazon gift cards, and I had an Amazon gift card myself from my uh, rewards card at my bank, right? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy Red Dead Two. On Amazon, I'm just gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna play it day one. I'm busy as fuck with all these other games. I know I'm not gonna have time, so I'm just gonna buy it online and and get it there. And I was like, I was looking at the collector's editions and the big the big fucking roadblock I ran into the hundred dollar one, which is kind of steep. And I was like, eh, it's a little much. It was digital only, mm-hmm. and that the hundred dollar one's the one with the steel book. Right, it's the right. one with like the cool map that came with it, but it was yeah. only on Amazon. It was only available digitally. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a digital 
copy of this game for a hundred dollars. Like it has a no. steel book. Like, what are you gonna give me? Like a fucking gif or a, a, a gif of someone looking at the steel book like, <laughs> that'll be included Will with give my me digital a paper purchase. copy of a disc to throw in here. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I kind of want the whole the physical package here and. Yeah. The $79 one only gave me in-game bonuses, and I was like, I don't want that. And I, we just talked about in-game bonuses amount to fucking shit. They amount to nothing. In the yeah, really. And, like, you play the game long enough. I have plenty of money. Yeah. Like, I, have, I can buy whatever horse I want. It I don't might make the beginning the... grind a little easier, but the beginning grind's what makes it good. It kind of can be. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to go do these side quests. I'm going to go mm-hmm. explore this world because I need fucking money. I, I, I can't go on without money. I'm mm-hmm. getting killed. I, my weapons are... I need to buy gun oil to, like, clean my weapons off so I can fucking hit something occasionally in this yeah. game, you know? Like, there are plenty of reasons to go do the side quests, and that gives you a well-rounded experience. Yeah, and some of those bonuses are... Some some companies are doing the thing where, like, they do the day one editions. Yeah, Where they, yeah. like, advertise it as a pre-order bonus, but really, like, it just comes with the game. Yeah. Like, they did that with Spider-Man, where they were like, oh, pre-order and you get... Uh, you get this one um, superpower, and then you get this. Uh, then you get a couple like ability points early on, so that you can uh, get an advantage when you start. And then like you get the game, and it's just like part of the game. So you yeah. didn't pre-order that. <clears throat> what did you not pre-order that? Mm-mm. So another another fucking thing, liars. <laughs> when you pre-order game, and they give you like, oh, you get this special mission that no one else gets. You're further incentivizing the game studios to chop up a completed game into more DLC. Basically, you've already compartmentalized a part of the game on day one to people who pay more. And again, that's going to be available down the road in a year or two to everyone else. So, yeah. yeah, one of the things I was uh, we were bitching about on Ultima was Ultima Final Fantasy, the ultimate Final Fantasy podcast, of course, was uh, when they released Final Fantasy XV, they had a GameStop exclusive for A King's Tale, yeah. which is a uh, it's like beat em up twenty minute game that was released with the game, and it was exclusive to GameStop. Like you pre order at GameStop, you get that game, and I was like, wow, that's kind of dick. And Joe was like, not happy about that at first, but I was like, you know what, dude, they're probably gonna release it down the road for like five bucks or something like yeah. that. We'll probably get access to it at some point. A year and a half later, the game's just free. You can just <laughs> download it and play it. It's like it's totally yeah. free. So. A lot of those, uh, it's kind of cool to have that incentive, though, because like, right. GameStop's like, you know what? Square, we want to do a deal. Like, Give us something, and we'll promote the shit out of your game. And they're like, okay, you can have this game a year early. This little like companion game that's just a little fun side yeah, project to do. Timed did. exclusives. Yeah, and that's great. I, timed exclusives, I think, are great. They do that with, uh, with Bungie does that with PlayStation, where they give Destiny some exclusive content for like yeah, a yeah. year. And On then PlayStation, it moves over to yeah. The, uh, to Xbox. And that's awesome. But it, I think it needs to be limited, though. I think it needs to be a limited time, because it wouldn't be fair if my ass couldn't play a King's Tale just because I didn't fucking buy it from. Uh, GameStop, especially because I'm like, I buy it from the Square Enix store straight up, so fuck you, you're getting all the money, why the hell are you holding out on me for this yeah. fucking GameStop? GameStop is going to get some of your some of your bottom line, but I'm giving it all to you, baby. GameStop might have uh, been, they might have had a deal where they're giving more of the revenue to uh, Square Enix, just because now they can have more sales go through GameStop. Yeah, there's probably some sort of a some sort of a deal, and 15's all about deals. It's <laughs> like fucking romp, yeah, cup noodle. <laughs> yeah, cup noodle and fucking 
Audie and God, it just the list goes. Yeah, Coleman, so many the list goes on. Yeah. Crossing over with fucking Assassin's Creed Origins and fucking Tekken Seven. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, just all over the place. Monster Hunter World's doing that, but I quite enjoy that. Yeah. Well, Monster Hunter World, yeah, it's Can't Monster Hunter World is crossing over with most of its own shit, it, but and also Final Fantasy, like 14. Capcom's own yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did. Uh, um, the Devil May Cry, and they did something else. But Street then CD, Fighter, CD Projekt Red just ran around the corner, though. It's true. They did get that Witcher three in that uh, in in there. But yeah, the, the the pre order bonuses can be pretty awesome. Um, I mean, I fucking was gonna drop two hundred dollars on Power Armor Edition, even though it turned out to be well, a fucking I mean, horrible that's, idea. That's just collector's edition. That's not necessarily yeah. like a pre order thing. Yeah. But like, it's a part of no. So. No. Do you, you kind of feel you like you can't? Okay, Craig, you can't really, you know, separate hairs on this one because the collector's edition to get it was a pre-order of the game. It's what it fucking was. That's true. Yeah, you had to, pre- you had to pre-order the collector's edition. You had to pre-order the. Collector's edition. And the reason edition. why you had to do that is because they only had a certain amount of them made. They so, do that sometimes, but not all collectors. You can you can are like you that. can say on paper that a collector's edition is not a pre-order of the game, but the way it's marketed and sold, it is a huge fucking incentive to pre-order the game. And yeah. that is, it is exactly an incentive, what it is. Some but companies it's not make necessarily a pre-order. Some companies make too many no. though. Like right now, I mean, you can buy the FF12. Yeah, you can still Zodiac buy the collectors, collectors editions for games like on Amazon um, and other yes, places. Yes, being sold from other people who pre-order no, no, the no, fucking no, no. game from Amazon itself like from a game that's like decades old okay so or, games that are decades even old like, that's different or you're even talking like about a combat era 9 you can editions. still buy the collector's edition from amazon for mortal Kombat that's 9 that's different that's not necessarily pre-order the game that's a physical copy of the game mortal Kombat 9 is fucking sweet and it's not a pre-order so the the zodiac age collector's edition of uh, you can still buy it on ps4 and it's it's a hundred dollars less than what i paid <laughs> I feel nice. like an asshole. I bet you. I don't even want to look at the Dissidia NT one. That one's probably like forty dollars for the collector's edition, and I paid two hundred. Yeah, uh, we got to go into collectors or like pre-order regrets at yeah. some point. But, um, but you can't currently split hairs on what's a pre-order and what's not a pre-order when it comes to collector di- collectors edition. If nowadays. you want it, you're gonna pre-order it. It's gonna be a that's pre-order. the only way you can do it. It's too risky it's without it. Release. Yeah, like. And if you don't pick it up and you still want it down the road, you have to buy it off of eBay from someone charging you twice. Like oh, that. yeah. Yeah. There was one Final Fantasy Explorers that I missed the collector's edition to, and it's like $300 now. But exactly. really, you only, like, only you, like that because you have to beware of the scalpers. Like, you could still get some stuff day one or even like a week after, but like the, the scalpers are the ones the that Power have, edition have made it sold out so like immediately. That. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm it was looking crazy. back. It's probably a good thing because uh, I would have, I would have bought it. I would spent the two hundred fucking dollars on it. Well, it's not that much are money. Their dude. canvas bag now. It's more than it should be. I every one of these collectors yeah, the editions up here is now releasing patches on their physical content. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that little thing, that Reddit <laughs> thread or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my that's my beef with uh, the collector's editions and then the bonuses for, for pre-ordering. So, well, one of the things that you said uh, about them chopping up the like a finished game for pre-order bonuses can also be said about like DLC and stuff because like 
it's usually a DLC thing that they're like, oh yeah, if you pre-order, then you get some of this DLC early, or you get it now. And like, it's one thing that made me mad about uh, when I got Dragon Ball Fighters is that I got the day one edition, which was also like you know thing as a pre-order, mm-hmm. but it gave me um, Goku and Vegeta as like the Super Saiyan gods. Like you, you get them in the game, but. It was also a DLC that I had to like go put in the code to get, but it was it like it was a little leaflet inside the game. It's a day one thing, so it's like DLC already like day one. You already have it in the physical thing. Why not have it just be in the game? Right. It's your reward for buying it day one. So but it's in every fucking copy. <laughs> every fucking copy. Well, they only printed the, the one day. leaflet. Of this <laughs> thing to buy the game. They, it's ran, like, the, they ran the fucking game. Everyone will have this factory one day, so it was all day uh, one. It's, it's literally, <laughs> it's literally trying to trick people into getting the game because it's like, hey, yeah. you know, you get this day one, you get this, but it's in literally every copy of the fucking game. Thursday, so no Thursday point. at the disc factory was Dragon Ball Day. <laughs> every one of them was a day one edition. <laughs> Um, printed like 10 million of them. There's just a huge <laughs> discussion we could get into on DLC as well. Um, just because the market has kind of found its place with $60 games. People are willing to pay $60 for a game. And sometimes with pre-order bonuses or collector's editions, you can find whales who are willing to spend more. But uh, for the majority of people, the $60 is kind of, kind of that's the peak of what they're willing to pay. Um, and games nowadays cost more money to make than they used to. And so how does the developer get more money from the people willing to pay more money with still being able to sell copies to people who are only willing to pay $60 without splitting up a player base in a game? And this is very apparent in games like Battlefield, where they used to do premium passes where you automatically get all of the downloadable content, but that split player base, which is very bad for multiplayer games. You don't want to have a community split up based off of what parts of the game they purchase. And that just makes the game die off quicker. So DLCs was the first answer. Hey, if you want new maps, you want new characters, you can spend more money to use that. But games like Battlefield and other online service type games are now trying to try, uh, they're trying a method to where, hey, all of our DLC for the game is going to be free. If you bought the game, you're going to get it. So how does a company like that that continue to make money? the rise of loot box shit. Loot boxes and cosmetics. And so now people are okay with cosmetics because it doesn't actually change the game play itself. It doesn't give people unfair advantages like the stupid shit we found out with Star Wars uh, Battlefront Battlefront 2. Yeah. and they're really just trying to find a medium right now. So that's DLC versus loot boxes versus, you know, being able to make in-game purchases. Games need to continue to find a way to make money and pre-order bonuses and getting people to pay more is one of them. Um, go Doing this, you know, in-game purchases is another one. And then DLC has been the way it has been, you know, up until a point. But we're seeing a change in that area already. Well, here's what you do. You make, you go the Rockstar route. So I've got the Grand Theft Auto timeline pulled up here. The first one was released in 1997. The second one was released in 1999, 2001, 2002, 2004, a bunch of other little ones. 2008, and then five years later, Grand Theft Auto V. Is because they're making so much fucking money on Grand Theft Auto Online through GTA Five. There's yeah. no need. 
They don't need the money from Grand Theft Auto 6 at all. No, they're, they're, they're going to be using Grand Theft Auto 5 money to fund um, the next project. I'm sure they're going to I'm sure they're going to be working on GTA 6. Yeah. Cuz I think Red Dead 2 was announced Games like have, a year and a half have a ago. Lifespan, so um but that one's lifespan is almost is over 5 years now. I mean, yeah, I mean, let's look at Rainbow Rainbow Six Siege. Um, that's an, actually a good example of a game that had a rocky start, but that has grown um, a super hardcore fan base. Yeah, a lot of people really love that game. Mm-hmm. Like people I just randomly meet will talk about Rainbow Six Siege, you know, and they're I'm constantly like, treating it like a service, and they're updating it. And this that game has had an outrageous lifespan so far. Yeah, it's it was it's not a new game. Mm-mm. It's really really fun too. We played it for a while, but um, we never played it competitively online, and that's not really a disappointment to me because yeah. I wanted to do that. I kind of wish we would have, but it's you you create something like they've done with Grand Theft Auto Online to and it gets so so big and so lucrative for them that they don't really need to make a new Grand Theft Auto. They don't need to make Fallout 4 to make money. They just need Fallout 3's online to be really good. Um with it, with GTA 5 and 6. Yeah. And and that's another uh point I wanted to get into. So two d- games that I pre-ordered um both of them disappointing um, different reasons, but I feel like both of them are disappointing for different reasons. So the first one I want to talk about is my pre-order for um, No Man's Sky. Now, Caleb brings up a point. No Man's Sky might have gotten out of um, the developer's hands a little bit with the hype and excitement around it. He did end up promising things that didn't end up in the game, but I feel he was more or less trapped in what he promised because of the hype for it. And when you are pre-ordering a game and you've already said, hey, I want to buy this game, and depending on how many people are pre-ordering a game, a developer can probably feel locked into releasing a game when they promise to release it. Because if they keep pushing it back over and over again to get to where they promised the game would be, you're going to have a lot of people super mad about pre-ordering a game that they're, they're not going to see for a while and might want a refund. And so now you get a game that's released before it should have been. Because now... No Man's Sky has a ton of features that were not in the original release of the game. Yeah, but it's almost dead. Um, when I first played it, it was a boring game. I had yeah, there's maybe, a lot of people that are buying it now because of the recent. I had maybe uh, an hour of fun when I first p- picked it up, but it came became way too repetitive. A lot of the features that we were promised were not in the game, um, but now those features are in the game. They have they have expanded uh, space fighting. You can actually own freights now. You can build bases. You can play with friends. It's become the game that they've promised it would be when they released it. But it took so long, and people came, became disenfranchised with the game because of the lies that started out in the beginning. And a lot of people got refunded for that game. Um, I feel like pre-orders can you know, for smaller studios like you know indie game studios. Um, they're now locked into a release date that they should be pushing back. Because now they promised something, and I promised it on a certain date, and they're not going to be able to deliver. Yeah. Um, that is kind of one of the things. It does sort of put a deadline on your on your release date. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Square Enix, of course, with Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, they experienced that, too, where they had, uh, they had promised shareholders and other people a certain time that the game would be released by, and they tried to push it back as much as they could, but they still had to release it within the year. 
So they they got screwed over with some stuff, which is why a lot of people have the the feeling that it's not a complete game, it's not finished. Oh. They started doing DLC as like episodes that should have been part of the story, but I think those might have been DLC planned all along, but uh, um maybe, but I don't know. It's yeah, and it was supposed to come out in September, it came out in November instead. Um it was a big deal. And they had a huge press conference. They had like a massive press conference, like blowing the game and like mm-hmm. telling yeah. everyone this is the day it's going to come out. They spent a lot of money on this conferencing. Came out two months late. <laughs> like, but don't ever do that. In the long run, wouldn't you rather people come to the market with a complete game? Absolutely. Yeah. I was fine with them delaying the game. I was like, if they say they, they need more time, even more if they could. In the long but they run, able to. doesn't it make sense not to pay developers for an incomplete game? It does. Yeah. So another example of so this don't pre-order games. Is what you're is, saying? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm not. I'm it not should be. Com- it should be yet. mostly complete by the time you start talking pre-order. Though yeah. it's kind of dick to be like, you want to pre-buy this so that now, I'm not even started on yet. Eh? Let's talk yeah, about. They've done uh, that with uh, games on like Amazon. Like as soon as it becomes announced on E3, they put a slot for it on Amazon to pre-order. It's, it's like, like, are you fucking kidding fuck? me? Like, what if you would have pre-ordered? See, Amazon preemptively gets your pre-orders out so they can know how many copies of the game to purchase from the the studio so they can keep your shit cheap yeah mm-hmm. amazon's great but Jeff amazon Bezos. was great because uh that's where i did pre-order like most of my stuff but then they, they give you a free of, copy of final fantasy they, 15 they got rid Canada. of the ability to purchase a game uh pre-order or like within the first day and get 20 percent off they got rid of that because they were being pressured by uh, companies i guess Hmm. Yeah, you, you can't undercut prices like that because uh, well, Best Buy was doing something similar. With, they had like a Best Buy club that you had to like pay for, and then also you get, like, Best 20% Buy off of their games. I'm and sure stuff. they get the rest of their money back from when they but, anally rape you for everything in yeah, their store. <laughs> yeah, but it uh, is literally they, the worst buy. They, I think they got now rid that, of that program. Now the Toys R Us is gone. To, it's because then, of the, it's, yeah. <laughs> once are, you start undercutting prices of competitors and stuff like that, there's yeah. Well, it was only for like physical copies, like right. they, and Sony was getting mad because it was undercutting the, the digital getting, sales. The digital sales getting where they uh, get most of the money. You know, I can kind of see that. I can see why digital is becoming such a big thing because. Used games? That's not great for the developers. That's no. not a good thing for the dev- the devs. So digital, so another thing, though, how game developers can make money and how they've come to that $60 game tag price, that was also, uh, part of that was the physical copy they're actually making. The manufacturing fees was included in that. Yeah. And yeah. so now they're pushing, pushing digital copies because now no longer do they have to actually make the physical copy of the game and number two they don't actually have to put it in stores exactly yeah they and don't they're have to saving worry about so much so money much. from that and they're not going to worry about making too many copies of the game when how x amount of sales are going to be done digitally yeah yeah i mean hellblade being a digital only that's a great move mm-hmm. well they made it physical now since it got moved over to uh oh really xbox Microsoft but, started pushing the physical copies and had to release a PlayStation 4 and physical a, a is Xbox better for system. us cuz we get to loan it out and borrow people's copies but like I can see why people why it would hurt a dev because like if I buy or like on PS3 where one of us would buy it and then the four of us would download it all from that file it, you know instead of instead of all four of us buying a $60 game and one now, of us buys a $60 game we each pay 15 bucks for it and now yeah now that now we're doing things digitally you can't share it around and so that's yeah. more guaranteed sales you can only share it with one person now mm. on PlayStation one 4. thing that i kind of enjoy or like like the idea of is um 
they've been start. There's like a company I don't remember who does it, but uh, they've been doing like a limited run of physical copies for like certain indie games and like other games that are digital only. And so people who want to have a physical copy of said game can like go out. That and buy physical it. copy of I Am Setsuna I had felt real special. Yeah, with that alternate cover art that I could. Swap it here's out with. here's the thing, like. It might be hard on the devs, and this is where I kind of like derail from what I was saying before, where physical copies can be harmful to their overall sales. But like, it's almost it, it's almost like an advancement in technology. Like for the post office, right? I'll use this example. Before we had all the parcel sorting machines, they would sort it by hand. You would just have the mail. You'd have like two hundred people holding the mail and like passing it down until you found the right bin to put it in, and then you put it in there. And that's how the mail worked. That's how the mail worked for a long time. That was great for the 200 people that had to do that one job. Now it's like a 10-man job. That's also great because it's fucking technology. We're advancing. We're moving forward. You no longer have to do a million things to get a game released. You can just fucking upload it into a server, which I'm sure is a ton of work. But comparatively, nothing compared to like the the amount of uh, bullshit you got to go through to like contract out the the copies being created contract out the artwork contract out all of this like get all the cases get all of that put together that's probably way more expensive yeah i don't know if a, it's the same thing with video games as it is other products but do you think uh, studios and uh, publishers have to compete with floor space with other games and actually have to pay for the floor space they get um I don't know. See, the the interesting thing different. is it's, i think it's different with stuff like that it kind of is because gamestop wants to sell a bunch of copies so like if they know a big game is coming out if they know a red dead 2 or a grand theft auto 6 is coming like they're gonna have a lot of displays they're gonna have a big thing for Uh, gta 6 if they get displays usually they'll just be like hey do you want to pre-order this this and this and this is coming out like that's the like anytime you go in there for anything like any tiny thing yeah like hey do you want to pre-order this you want to pre-order this also you should probably never go in there because they're kind of a fucking ripoff to be honest (laughs) like I'm always. I like to go in there to peruse and look at things that I'm going to probably buy on Amazon. That's like what I go into GameStop yeah. for. I never actually go they're in a, there. They're thinking, a window shopping store. Yeah, they kind of are. Now that I know that you Amazon know, is kind of kind of funny though, is when I wanted a physical copy of a game because I wanted to play it right now instead of having to wait for a download. I, I'll still go into a store and buy it. Yeah, because yeah. I want it now, which is funny in this internet age, isn't it? Should, yeah, it's yeah. so ridiculous. Just wait a little bit, and you'll save money. But it's like, no, I have to have this today. <laughs> and then you look online, and it's like, oh, it's on sale, ten dollars. But then less. I have to wait for it to be shipped. Two whole days of waiting. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, then want it now is we're so we got that instant gratification, and it's almost working in their benefit. Yep. Which is odd because they're the lower tech end of the spectrum. They're the <laughs> you got to buy the physical copy as opposed to we're downloading everything, never leaving our fucking caves that we live in. You know, yeah. as we play these games and never see the light. Well, it's, it, it's kind of it, it's weird because like if it's a game that you know that you want to play, like a like for God of War, for instance, like mm-hmm. you and I had played the series and like we were yeah. fucking excited for for the the game to fucking come out. And so we were like, yeah, we can't, we can't fucking wait until it's like twenty dollars. Like, yeah. you're shitting me. We have to play that right now. But exactly. if it's like, but if it's a, a newer game, a newer IP, something like Vampire or uh, you know something like lesser known or like one a first game for someone else, then you're just like, maybe I can wait a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I kind of take the Steam approach. So I, I was real bad with Steam when I first got my computer, and I would buy 
so much on the sales. I would just blow like tons of money. Be like, oh yeah, I, I want to play this. I'm going to play this. I'm Steam play sales this. kind of aren't fucking fair. Like fucking the entirety of Tomb Raider for seventeen dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was less one year. It was ten dollars. Oh my and I was god. Like, oh dude, that's like twenty games. That's fifty cents a fucking game. Like how many times can we sell this dead horse? Well, I yeah, freaking, I freaking got the a million uh, times. There's also like the Fallout collection, which had like mm. Fallout One, Two, and Tactics for like three dollars. Oh yeah, you know how they. <laughs> Advertise that they said three Fallout games, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll buy it. And then it's Fallout One, Two, and oh yeah, you know Tactics, because who the fuck has heard of Fallout Tactics? <laughs> Everyone that bought that pack that thought it was going to be Fallout Three because it had like the Fallout Three helmet on it, and it's like fuck me. Well, I mean, they were selling Fallout fucking 3 deception for like five dollars. I know, I saw that, and I was like, why would I buy that? Because I'm going to buy the pack. <laughs> they know why, because yeah. <laughs> it's not in the fucking pack. Uh, still a good deal though. Three games for ten bucks. Yeah. But my thing now for Steam is, I look at the sale. I see the godly price. I see Tomb Raider, every fucking Tomb Raider that's ever been, for ten bucks. And I t- ask myself, am I gonna play this before it goes on sale again? If the answer is no, you don't buy it. Yeah. And that's why I haven't bought a game on Steam in over two years. It's because the answer is no. That and your computer is going to shit. It, it is. I only have the one monitor now because it cooked this one, which is the bigger <laughs> monitor, by the way, <laughs> the nicer one. But uh, yeah. anyways, that's that's how you got what you got to ask yourself. So I think that's why we don't really pre-order that many games. Like Cameron pre-ordered No Man's Sky, and I yeah, and you regret it, regret right? It. I also pre-ordered Fallout seventy six, and I regret it. Are but... we going to pre-order Doom, the new Doom game though? Yes, Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah like, absolutely. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyways, what I want another point I wanted to get at is uh, the, it's a very different situation with Fallout seventy six. A very different corporate thing that happened with that game um, that's different from No Man's Sky. I think Bethesda was pulling uh, a, uh, an old Vault Tech experiment on their uh, <laughs> on their on their on their happily on their happily vaulted uh, fan base. Yeah, they're 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 you're they're they're not in a bubble. They're in a vault. Yeah. So everyone who's <laughs> happily sitting in our vaults just asking. Down Daddy Todd Howard to experiment on him. Um, he released this game, uh, Fallout 76, and it's an idea that they've had as for a long while as a DLC or an expansion of Fallout. Because they talked about it, but yeah. but what happened was, would you have been, and if it was a twenty dollar expansion? I don't think anyone would be pissed, right? At all, they'd be like, yeah, it's not the best, but. It was cheap. What happened was um, it wasn't came in the season pass. <laughs> yeah, hey, they had they had a meeting and it went kind of like this. It was, hey, we have this cool new idea called Starfield. That's the name of it, right? Starfield. I think game. so. Yeah, we have this cool idea named Starfield. We also have this uh, the next installment uh, after Skyrim that's going to come out. Um, and we need to fund this. We need more devs for this new cool project we're doing. Um, and we need to can you know to further expand our new game. So what if? We took this DLC idea and we actually dropped it as a full game, um, but we don't want to spend too much money actually developing it and sending it out. So let's say the players create the content that's in the game and have to do minimal developing time for it. I just want to do an image of like Todd Howard slowly turning into Phil Spencer from Xbox, <laughs> like, and you're and you're the girlfriend of the dude who you're crashing with for a couple of weeks while you're in between places. And the idea it's was like. <laughs> The idea was like getting 
a whole bunch of money for minimal effort. That <laughs> Look at like that a great, That sounds like a great idea. And so they float the idea. They they announce it like this is big, cool, revolutionary game that, that they've become up with. Yeah. And they check the pre-order sales. How are those doing? Great. Fantastic. Fucking amazing. Fantastic. We don't have any more power armor in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> it's gone. And I actually, check to see how many... Uh, can you pull that up? I actually want to have real statistics to back that up. Um, and so they, fanboys like me, pre-ordered the game. Because fuck you, let me be excited about a game that looks cool. And uh, they, fucking, they fucking played us. They took our money to fund Starfield is what I think that happened there. Um, they might continue. I, there probably has been updates on the game already that, to make it better. Um, but that game was designed to fund other projects is what I think is what was going on. And so even though there is a big falling out, and even though Bethesda has a no refund policy. Everybody! Um, I'm sorry. They made. <laughs> that was an ad for the game that we're currently taking a giant dump on um, <laughs> it was it was a ploy to get more money out of their fallout fanboys um and now we're crying about it yeah well i mean there's a there's a good reason to cry about it it's not like when how many uh game copies did it sell um the internet let me see doesn't want to tell them yeah it says there's an article that says fallout 76 and battlefield 5 sales are disappointing uh, anyways the point is, even though that the one point four million in November, even though for the sales seventy six, yeah, the sales are disappointing when it comes to real games. That was basically a ton of that's a money million that they made copies at full price for Fallout that they 76. made for Fallout seventy six. Yeah. Just date, it's just there. One point six million. It took, it took Near Automata a while to get to a million copies. Yeah, and Bethesda's and used to to big sales, but like. This they still make a lot of money. They make like a ton of money this off of Skyrim and stuff. An in between game because they couldn't keep selling copies of Skyrim or Fallout Four because everyone was kind of lukewarm towards Fallout Four. Well, I mean they have other and games. it was just a See? way. It was a cash grab, is what it was to get mo- more money out of us to further fund other projects. Yeah, and by pre-ordering this game, I was supporting them in that endeavor. I'm telling them, hey, this is a great fucking idea, and it's working, and now I have supported that corporate decision of theirs. <laughs> you know what the sad thing is? From the moment they announced it, there were a bunch of people around me that were super excited, and I was like, I think it kind of looks dumb. Like, I'm like, it's a game that's been made a million times already, well, but I'm, now it's their version. So like, maybe but their there was version more content. There was more content in it. Being shown, there was, yeah. There was, there was a, it was a different area of the Fallout universe to fall out it's not even canon like it's uh, and new monsters new guns and you the fucking they made base building better they well no not really um and being able to basically create a clan online and and you could become the fucking raiders see you could become you know the the survivors and starting wars and stuff like that um but it's just so fucking empty the the only other person that i know that pre-ordered it is killian we went to Oktoberfest with. Yeah. And he says he's starting to like the game now. Okay. Um, I need to jump back on. I just haven't had time or desire really, but time really. So. Yeah. He made like this weird emo girl with daddy issues. What he, <laughs> he called her. My, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, uh, moments in that game, I, I clipped it. I still need to upload it because it's super fucking funny, is 
uh, me and my roommate and this other guy that we found, just some random dude. This, uh, from the, the third person that found that bought the game. Yeah, no, there was actually a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And so we just found this random kid from Alaska who just joined with us and our, did our sense of humor drive. So he just kind of clanned up with us. So it was a lot of fun. Nice. And we're sitting there looting houses and whatnot and getting stuff ready. And then we're like, dude, let's become the Raiders. And so we took off all of our fucking clothes besides the the leather armor stuff to make it like super fucking like not quite uh raider-esque but we're still weird looking right and so we're all sitting outside with our big old fucking sticks with nails in them with our (laughs) only leathers on and our whitey tidies and this other random dude comes walking by and goes what the fuck's going on over here (laughs) we're like we're fucking raiders man don't mess with us and that moment by itself was so fun just the random interactions you get with people and that was the fun part of fallout 76 that i've had so far yeah the actual content in the game there's fucking nothing yeah i told i I told a lot of people i was just like i just have a bad feeling about this one like and i had a bad feeling about uh i had a bad feeling about for honor too like i've got this for honor was actually really awesome i have like a sixth sense when it comes to games like i don't don't know i enjoyed for i didn't pre-order it i picked it up on sale i think and i had i I still have fun playing. for honor is fun and here's the thing i think but yeah i think i have I think I have ESP, right? So there was <laughs> I have, there, I have ESPN. There was one time I do I think I actually do have ESPN. I'm not sure, but I uh You have ESPN? Yes, exactly. ESPN. That's and I, I have ESPN two as well. <laughs> for the not so awesome NCAA teams that play each other. Uh but I, I there was one time in high school where like I we were skipping school every day, all the time, right after medals class, because that was the only class I cared about. Even though I didn't actually do anything in there either, I just kept making a ring. I actually did really well in my welding class. I was really good at welding, but I was like, they were like, okay, you need to do a project, and it was like the second half of the year, and I just said I was going to make a ring, and I just kept fucking up the ring. At the, the end of the year, my uh, metal teacher was like, he, you know, he'd select kids to, to suggest to go to the fucking Ford trade school for welding. And he was kids he would like, you know, who did well enough in his class that he'd you know, suggest to go there. He's like, hey, you know, you could do this if you want and you'll get blah, blah, blah money. You can go there right after high school and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, that sounds cool. And I like welding, but I want to do more than trade school. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think Mr. Hill hated me at uh, Provo High because mm-hmm. I was like the kind of chubby gamer kid. And there was one time I had like really frayed pants and uh, I was welding and it got really hot in there. And I looked down with my goggles on and all I see is like <laughs> light. And I'm like, whoa. And I whip them off and like my pants are on fire. Like they're um, burning up. That's why we were never allowed to go <laughs> on the welding floor without wearing those fucking jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. We didn't have that there. We just, and then he huh. saw it and he was just like the shame in his eyes. And I'm like, I can't weld. They I can never be a welder. fucking wear the, like the full on No. All we did for the the uh, arc welding was straight up the helmet, and that's it. Huh. So I, I think I burned my pants. Did twice, you? How many different actually. types of welding were you guys going over? Um, we did the three, but I never did the third one. I never did the TIG. I did all of them. I loved it all, dude. Um, I just Stick didn't do welding, it because I MIG welding and then TIG welding was a lot of fun. The one I thought was ridiculous was when they had us do the acetylene welding, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is just for melting metal, like. Yeah. I know you can well, but it's trash. Yeah. And it takes way longer. Yeah. Anyways. So I would just like eat through it. Like I guess the safety regulations in the fucking <laughs> yeah. Springville High School are much better than Fucking Provo. somehow, yeah. <laughs> the shitty Provo. We had a really Provo. cool garage, though. 
Yeah. And the separate welding booths and all that. Yeah, but anyway, I would skip every day after welding class. And then there was one day where everyone's like gathering up, ready to go skipping, and I was just like, ah, you know, I had this, this this feeling in my gut that was like, don't go, don't go. And then they all got busted by the truancy officers. Like, they all got reported their parents and shit. And like, it's a big deal, but I didn't go. <laughs> so one time I didn't go. I got this sixth sense, man. I didn't buy, I didn't buy for honor. I didn't buy Fallout seventy six. I I don't know what your problem with for honor is. You guys played it for a bunch, and then you didn't play it. Well, just because other games came along. Soul Calibur yeah, six. Fucking other games. We're I didn't buy Soul, Soul Calibur six. Oh, came came two B's out. Yeah, I can't wait. Battlefield five. I didn't buy. Uh, that's not I mean, really. I don't have like a gut feeling that it's going to be trash. It's not. It's not. A, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It does. It feels a little light on maps and content right now. But there's more stuff coming. Um, the time to kill is now back to that fucking optimal um, place. So it's a fun game. Especially get it, get it when it's on sale. I should probably just buy it. I, I know I'm going to have a lot. Thirty of, bucks. I know I'm going to play it for a long time. Um, sniping is hardcore again. So so like four. Uh, more like three again. The gunplay oh. feels more reminiscent of three. God, sniping was amazing in four. Three sniping is like painful. It, it, the dro- the bullet drop is fucking through the roof. I have to show you that clip. It, I just felt so fucking good when you I'm, land shots. I miss I miss Battlefield that isn't Battlefield. But 1. there's no fucking forty times scope in World <laughs> War Two. So that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. I miss fours sniping, dude. Once you got it down, it was yeah, just like so good you would four. go to a guy and then you would just know exactly how much above his head you'd have to do. And then you just watch his head just exit the back of his dome. Like just and you're like, oh, every time you came a little oh, bit, it's yeah, like, dude. fucking yes. <laughs> and then you kill his buddy and then you kill the guy flying the helicopter and you watch the helicopter drop and blow oh, up and dude, kill everybody I inside. Doing that. I love sniping the guy driving the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Piloting? As if you have. Yeah, I have. I've shot a guy out of a helicopter. And then the, the, the Credence Clearwater Revival moment, Fortunate Son, the guy coming over like the fucking sand in the desert, he starts shooting at me, and I just quickly scope in, nail his head, and then like he dies, and then the helicopter just lands again like peacefully. <laughs> he was like 30 feet off the ground trying uh, my, to kill me. My Credence Clearwater moment in Battlefield... Uh for was uh, taking the fucking troop transport helicopter and fucking squashing snipers on roofs with it. Silver <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, spoon in hand, <laughs> and it's <whoosh. laughs> yeah. or when we would play the game, the the map with the levee, and we would listen to like Led Zeppelin's when, <laughs> when the levee when the breaks. Levee breaks. Oh, play it, play the song. Levee's breaking. Quick, quick, it's down. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The map actually kind of sucked after the levee broke. Oh, you're just like swimming like a fucking chode and everyone's yeah. killing you in the water. <laughs> just fucking swimming um, along. Obvious as fuck. Um, but yeah, I miss that shit so yeah. much. So Battlefield 5 has yet to develop Battlefield moments like that. Um, I'm hoping stuff like that becomes more apparent. But the game itself looks beautiful. It plays beautifully. Um, it's more hardcore than Battlefield 1 was. Um, especially now that they've reverted the time to kill back to where it That's was. That's good, yeah. Um, so I like one a lot, but... Yeah, I think I like this one more than one. Beautiful, yeah. Um, uh, now, to kind of end this uh, pre-order discussion, um, when is it okay to pre-order a game? And there's two moments in my mind when it's fine. When you really want to support a developer um, and they're not fucking doing an, doing an experiment on you and they have actual pre-order... <laughs> pre-order bonuses that are not just like game exclusives more like along the lines of what a collector's edition might be 
I'm okay with that because you're actually getting physical content that you can look at and have at your home. And uh, yeah, something to be proud of. You artwork know? that you can get with uh, with God of War and stuff like that. That's cool. That's I, th- I think is a suitable pre-order bonus. So it's more physical stuff to make it more tangible for you. I think they should just call it like the Big Paycheck Boy edition, though. <laughs> yeah. Instead, like my paycheck is bigger than yours edition. <laughs> Although this is, <laughs> this is definitely playing off of uh, um, their companies are now marketing nostalgia where they're targeting our generation as we're coming into our actual careers and whatnot have more disposable income they're gonna start coming out with these remakes of these games that we had as a kid but with huge collector's editions because now we can afford it yeah they're gonna play off our nostalgia just like me when i bought that creative surge it's just like oh kids in the 90s are now having and now have disposable income let's target them when they're in nostalgia spyro coming out the spyro trilogy looks amazing Um, by the way those classic consoles that are coming out all targeted at us specifically. Yeah. They, we are now the the whales for these companies, and they're going to target us where they can, and that's our nostalgia. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video of like from the seventies where they had a whale on a beach that was beached? I'm going to showed you that. Fucking yeah, you video. did. Yeah, that's what they're going to do to us. Yeah, so we're going to be chunks of us. We're going to be that. We're going to be that beach whale. Away. We're going to be that, <laughs> that beached dead fucking whale on the beach, and they're going to be like, "How do we get this fucking beached whale off the beach into the ocean and buying our stuff?" Okay, let's stuff it it's full of TNT gone. and fucking light it up. <laughs> yeah, and then just spray chunks of whale all over the all over the town, <laughs> destroying cars and whatnot. dude. That was crazy There's watching a... that shit. That whale was yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. gone. If man. you guys are curious it's about the huge. about the YouTube video recording, just just uh, Google <laughs> or, or YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Uh, TNT whale or yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that. There's that one Family Guy clip too. That's uh, Peter trying to like lift a whale with the forklift, and he like keeps stabbing <laughs> oh, it, yeah, and yeah. it like, gets ripped to shreds <laughs> yeah. as he like dumps it barely in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, the, that's what they're doing. They're we're the whale, and they're putting yeah. the dynamite in. So beware, beware of them playing on your nostalgia, and don't fork over money for unfinished content is basically what you shouldn't do because you're supporting crappy development practices and then they're going to get away with it if you're still willing to pay for it because your money is your vote when it comes to what the game developers do another time i feel pre-ordering is fine is when you know you're going to get the game anyway when it releases and you have slower internet at home and you need that extra time to download the game and then once it's released, you can then play the game and not have to wait for the crappy download time for a game. Yeah, or you go grab Craig from Springville or Payson and bring him over to your house to download the game <laughs> at <laughs> lightning shit. speed. And then, and then play go it. home. <laughs> no, no, I, no, he we stayed played, here. We played it here. <laughs> we were awful, though, in the first few days of Battlefield 1, and I was like, I kind of regret buying this yeah. game. Day, like the three-day early $80 edition. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I don't know if we have any huge takeaway from it, just... Don't let your fucking nostalgia and don't let your fucking uh, love of a developer and what they have previously done cloud your logic when it comes to pre-ordering games and supporting things you probably shouldn't support. Yeah, you got to look at the developer through my eyes is what you have to do. Through the Schweiss eyes? Yeah, so Bethesda, I mean, as much as I liked Skyrim and as much as I liked Oblivion and didn't really play Fallout 3... I don't look at them and see a pillar of strength. I look at them and I see mostly pretty solid. Not always 100%. When I look at Rockstar, I see Jesus come again, you know. I I don't think I've ever played a bad Rockstar game. So, And when they come out with the sequel to what I have said was the best game on PlayStation 3, you bet your ass I'm pre-ordering that fucking game. And when they say 
when they announced it a year and a half ago, don't say a goddamn thing. And then at E3, they're like, yeah, it's they're like, it's coming out this year. And you don't hear anything, and you're like freaking out, like, oh my god, is it actually going to come out in October? It is. It is, because they don't, they don't, uh, they delay, and they will delay, and they'll tell you they're delaying. But when it comes out, it's always been a Or they will uh, make their Rockstar devs work a hundred hour a week to get a game out. You know, time. they said they didn't force anyone to do that. They volunteered. And mm. their passion for their project. Volunteered. And did you see how certain devs snuck little comments about it in the game itself? Um... I don't no. know if it's patched away, but one of the guns um, in the game, when its description has a little jab against Rockstar about what they made him do. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I have to look it up. Yeah, nobody makes you do anything. That's the thing. Is like, I mean, oh, no, there is such how much thing is mandatory overtime. I, I know that, but I'm not forced to do it. I can walk out of that fucking building and yeah, say, "You want to have a job? That's my choice." But I uh, chose to stay. Also, they can use moments like that to find out which developers are actually loyal. Yeah, um, and Rockstar was in a lot of hot water for that, but I don't care. Um, great things c- require great sacrifice. You know what? If we didn't have slavery, it's not, it's not confirmed if we didn't have message. slavery, we wouldn't have pyramids. <laughs> Red Dead Two is just the pyramids of our of our day. And if it takes if it takes slave labor to finish it, by God, you better fucking get them in there and finish it. <laughs> Anyways, can you uh, imagine working a hundred hours in a week? How much fucking money you'd have, though? Like, you'd be a terrible. Not week. if your salary, dude. They work salary. That's why it's such a Anyways, problem. Here, here's here's the photo. Like here's that. a photo of of a description of a gun and the comment that people on this gun are pointing out that they think it could be like a uh, message from one of the devs is, um, it is made by skilled laborers who work tireless hours each week and on the weekends for little pay in order to bring you the finest revolver in the field today. <laughs> <laughs> They think that could be a silent jab against uh, Rockstar. Well, also, during that time in the country, it was uh, the labor laws weren't really right. a big thing also. Yeah, but why would someone market it, put that in their marketing material for a gun back then? Why would they bring that up? That's true. Well, the game is kind of self... Self-deprecating or it, it's making self, a meme of itself or something? It's It, it knows what it is sometimes. There, yeah, so. there's some self-aware moments. Yeah, okay. self-awareness. It, it, it's weird when it happens, and it's funny most of the time, but like in that, it's like, ah. Oh, I don't know. That was just something poor I, dev. I don't know if it's confirmed or not. But uh, but yeah, no, it's they they are hardcore when it comes to getting the game out, but yeah. I've never been disappointed. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 4 is the one that a lot of people don't like, and Craig included. I still think it's a pretty good game. No. It's probably one of the worst Grand Theft Auto games. Um, I haven't played the first few, but like, it's down there with three, and and Liberty Air and Vice City. But uh, it's no San Andreas. It's no Five. It's no Red Dead or Red Dead Two. It's it's fine. But I wouldn't have been pissed if I would have dropped sixty bucks on GTA Four <laughs> and played it and been like, man, sixty good. bucks on uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're mad about it. Yeah. Uh, you got the hello darkness look on your face. Yeah, yeah. The fucking, and, uh, uh, and then it's it's really hard to get a refund back from Bethesda. Most people had to do the chargeback feature. Henry Cavill cards. and fucking uh, Ben Affleck talking about the bad reviews for Batman v Superman. Ben Affleck's just like nodding and not saying a single word. <laughs> and the song kicks on. And then they're like, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, I agree. And then that's the end of the clip. <laughs> 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 it's... It was just, a, you know, it was it was just marketed not the well, not the, not the best way, you know. That, that we did a lot of work, a lot of great work. It just didn't play out quite like we expected. <laughs> um, I would say, pre-order what you know you're gonna, you you're pretty sure you're gonna love. 
Um, and if you like, yeah, but even still, uh, it's you're writing the line of, "Hey, you're willing to fork over money for an unfinished product." Is the message you're saying? In so, a way, I mean, I, I pre-ordered Red Dead when well, much later. It in depends the, on when you pre-order it, because like if they already have it and it's coming, then it's not really paying for nothing. Mm-hmm. If you pre-order it, like. A year before it's going to come out. Like they have so it on crowdfunding. Fucking, like when it's immediately announced at E3 and then they have it on fucking like uh, on fucking uh, Amazon. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I would pre-order it like a year early. So you're almost as opposed to like two months before it's released. Your concerns are almost more around like a crowdfunded game, like when they get. Indiegogo. No, so because then you're of. truly pouring money into no, a game that you just I believe mean, in for it, some reason. Yeah. So yeah, if it's a crowdfunding thing, if you're really helping a studio who has a cool idea, um, or it's like uh, not as much anymore, but uh, you know, smaller studios that would be harder to get content because they won't sell a lot of copies. There won't be a lot of copies, you know, from certain indie games lying around, and you're actually pre-ordering and making sure you get that game. Not as much anymore because of this digital age. It's really easy to make copies of a game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if more or less you're supporting an indie game studio who don't have the resources um, to, you know, you're just, hey, I like the idea. And it's kind of the same idea as buying a game or playing a game when it's in an alpha state. Yeah, Sometimes or by pre-ordering fucking, a game you haven't played yet. It's yeah, kinda, it's and, and so you, you, you want to support their idea, but you might be burned by it because they're never going to finish it, like Rust or DayZ and stuff like or that. Or it's just going to be in beta uh, for the rest of Rust its fucking life. Rust is never going to come out. And then... Um, and then same thing with pre-ordering games. But if it's like an indie developer studio and they have a yeah. record of being okay, um, pre-ordering games to support their studio might be an okay case in that in that regard. Um, when yeah, it comes like I'm to pre-ordering Bayonetta three. AAA studios like Bethesda, they don't necessarily need your pre-orders to get a game done. Um, but it's kind of hard to justify pre-ordering a game because you're saying, "I'm going to buy. I'm a loyal fucking." Uh, vault tech boy and I'm gonna fucking buy your games before they're done but you did and I did and, and you I were was. and now you're not but see I did maybe and I was and I still am Santa Monica can have all my money if they want I'm and still so probably can Rockstar. I'm still probably gonna get uh, the new Skyrim when it comes out I might be a little more the hesitant for Skyrim s- them, no, yeah, Skyrim Part Two. Yeah, can, how do you move on? It's just going to be Skyrim Two. Probably. Yeah. It's going to be the Elder Scrolls it's, Six Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim was so good. Yeah, wait a minute, Skyrim Two. <laughs> yeah, we were going to go elsewhere, but why? <laughs> Skyrim. Um, I might be a little more hesitant with uh, the Starfield game. I'm going to wait till more stuff drops on it. Um, the new, uh, you know, Obsidian uh, game that's coming out. Uh, what's it called? Than like the space slash Fallout type game. Oh, Starfield. No. Wait, was it, wait. What did you say? The the one from attention. Obsidian Studios. The original creators of Fallout. Oh yeah, I can't remember what that one's called. Um, that game on the surface looks okay, but um, I still might be hesitant picking it up. Um, you're just gonna look it up, but yeah, I mean, just I would fucking chill it on pre-ordering games if you're a pre-order whore. Is what I'm trying to get at. Your money, your money, the outer money, world is what the game's uh, called. The outer world, yeah. Um, and it looks like a good game, but if we get into habit of paying people for unfinished products, even if they have content that you can look at coming out, you're creating a precedent that they're going to get your money no matter what. 
even if the game comes out and it's trash and people play it and review it, you don't have that op- opportunity anymore because you already bought the game to not buy the game. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's yours. Your money is your vote when it comes to the games they're releasing. Hey, do you like a game like this or not? Well, play the fucking game or like you know, actually let some critics review the game before you put money down on it. Yeah, and I mean, and we're in an age now where critics, like with especially with like Star Wars Episode Eight. And it's funny because Joe's like, wow, that discrepancy is huge. And I looked at the thing, and for some reason it wasn't loading on my phone. And it said like 97 for critics and 93 for viewers. And I'm like, yeah, a huge discrepancy. And the thing is... And then I looked later, and it was like 40% for I viewers, mean, 93. you might have a different opinion from critics, too. So it's always yeah. boils down to how you feel about the game. But if you fucking wait just a little bit, the game's going to be on sale. It is, yeah. So like for me, you pre-order it when you know you're going to play it right away. I pre-ordered yeah, Red Dead. Exactly. I played it immediately. I, I pre-ordered mean, God of War. I played it as immediate as I could. If it's to be a game that we know we're all going to get in on and play right away day one do Those it experiences like that are fun i had so much fun when i pre-ordered reach and played it with tj we had a ton of fun doing that um we pre-ordered the game yeah and it was an experience that we could only have be- had because of that we got it midnight release and went back to his place and played it all fucking night long yeah and for me i pre-order i'm pre-ordering all of the uh final fantasy games that come out and they're special editions. I mean, you kind of require to play those anyway, even if they are bad. So Exactly. Some of them aren't great. Um, there are some great games in there. Most of them are pretty good. Yeah. Any other parting thoughts, Craig? But I buy... Uh, anyway, uh, I buy those... I buy all of those collector's editions because... <laughs> because I like... He is all... Cra- he is I like all the Caleb. games. I like the series. And I like having the uh, memorabilia. And it's because I have Ultima Final Fantasy. I want that to be the thing I have after Ultima's done. It's... Yeah. All my wall of collector's editions of games that I probably didn't like that much. <laughs> but it's like, look how much money I blew on this. Isn't that impressive? <laughs> it is. It is impressive. <laughs> makes me feel a little sick to my stomach. Yeah, it makes me feel that way, too, when I look at that Warrior of Light, and I'm like, yeah, that game is trash. Uh, and I haven't played it all the way yet. $200. Worst, worst pre-order I've ever made in my life. Dissidia NT, right there. Tiny-ass bust. I think... Fallout might actually be a better game. I'm, I'm almost positive it is, because that thing is a piece, dude. Oh, my God. I don't know. If it goes on sale, I should pick it up. <sighs> I, I don't know if I will, but <laughs> I... I <laughs> anyway, Craig, yeah. Final thoughts on the pre-orders. Uh, uh, it's your approach. My yeah. approach would just be, like, if it's a game, like... If you played uh, multiple games in the series and you you know it's something you want to play, then you, you know that's what I thought. We're fucking Fallout seventy six. Well, Fallout. Well, a lot of people love to hate Fallout. That's a too. different thing because, people. like, I am a fan of Fallout Cam Cam, but then I also knew that Fallout seventy six was basically just the DLC for Fallout four that was coming out as a full game. So I was like, mm, here's the problem. I'm gonna wait for you, that. You should have told Cameron because I did. Me tell telling Cam Cam. me telling no, I, Cameron, I, I was obstinate. I was like, you guys, it probably might not be what I'm expecting, but fuck you anyway on a pre order. He wanted <laughs> he wanted the excitement for it, yeah. so I didn't try to ruin it. The obdurate but he knew. past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The past is obdurate. It doesn't like to be changed. Fallout is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man! But uh, but yeah, it's, uh, just if it's a game that you know you're gonna play, just uh, get the get the pre-order for it. Get the collector's edition if that's what you're into. Uh, even if it's a new game, if it's something excited you're excited for. Like maybe take a chance on it. Like I'm not super against like uh, just just like I said though. Just to, to borrow the words of the anti-vaxxers, do your research. You know, yeah. you gotta. 
gotta you gotta look into the game before you like really just go for it. Like yeah. you gotta yeah. you gotta check out what other people. But are again, thinking about every it. time you pre-order, you're telling a company that you're willing to pay for a game before it's done. Yeah, That's but, true. Yeah. But if it looks like shit, then they're not gonna do it. And then if they lie about it, then they're gonna get a shitload of shit for it. Okay, Craig, real quick, was Dragon Quest Eleven? Is that on DS as well? Only in Japan. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Right. It's coming for Switch 2019, but you should get it for PS4 mm-hmm. if you're going to play along. All right. Um, did you pre-order it's that? On, it's on sale. No, I didn't. Oh, wow. Not even the Dragon Quest games. Why Why not? Well, because like all you... of them are already out except for Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, so it was just like not a concern? Yeah. All right, yeah. Plus the collector's edition is kind of... That is a good point, though, Cameron. You don't always know. I mean, I might say every Rockstar game is going to be great, but what if the next one's trash? And yeah. I pretty yeah, what if, it what and... if it's another Grand Theft Auto 4? <laughs> you know, Fuck you, man. <laughs> what's also sad is that there's probably, like, maybe half a handful of people who got the obdurant pass joke. Because we, we haven't talked about 1122... Um, 63. 63 in a long, long time, time, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Jake about Stephen King. He didn't like that one. He said he didn't like the... He thought the girlfriend in him was excessive in that book. And I was like, fuck you, man. That ending almost made me cry. It's fucking beautiful, you little piece of shit. Uh, of course, our biggest fan, normally about 30 minutes after the episode posts, he's finished it somehow and yeah. comments. So. He listens to it on 1.5 speed. Yeah, it's cheating. Uh, Craig gets to real new highs on... That's high, yeah, that yeah. Fast. No, I uh, I only do one point two five. No, you're saying your your squeaks get extra squeaky when he listens to it fast. Yeah, you're just harvesting yeah. points. That's all you're doing if you're going on double speed. Yeah, it's like you're you're like a Bitcoin computer where you're just trying to farm Bitcoin. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could like understand anything in the two in the times two speed. People know. claim they would have to. You're you're. Uh, your mind would have to work twice the narrator, as fast as the fucking... The narrator would have to talk real fucking slow in order for that to be, like, an okay thing to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyways, um, that's kind of what I had on it. Uh, if you guys have any other ideas, do it now. But we also have a game vote we need to do. Yeah, guys, tweet us. I want, I want to hear some responses. Let us know when you were burned by pre-ordering a game. Um, let us know when you were dead you on. I was burned by a pre-order, and it was... Uh, um, Fucking inf- no, not infamous. Uh, it was uh, Force Unleashed Two. Oh yeah, I pre-ordered that game and I beat it the same night in like six hours, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not worth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was it a good game though? It's okay, but it was only six hours, and the one before it was like fifteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you cut out. Most of the game. Yeah, for me, it's when I get a collector's edition to a bad game. That's when I feel like I've been cheated. Yeah. Um, especially when it's like 200 bucks and, and it's you know not what? really much the, the game studio couldn't care less because they already have your money. Not really, yeah. It's over. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, don't worry. Next time when you give us your money, it'll be different. Yeah. And if it isn't different for you, they don't <laughs> care. They already have your money. Yeah, because they've heard. That's the fucking cycle we need to break, guys. That's what I'm trying to bring to the table. I know it's nice to support studios um, that you love, but... Guys, you gotta break the pre-order cycle. You just, you've been burned real hard by that Fallout seventy six, huh? Well, he's only pre-ordered bad games for what he's basically <laughs> saying. Like, he's pre-ordered things that have made him um, very. Angry. I pre-ordered Battlefield one, and I was I enjoyed that just fine. Yeah, I I I, I liked Battlefield one. I mean, I stopped playing it before you did, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like I didn't get my money's worth. No. I think I definitely got it. Um, it isn't the saying that we came up with. Uh, 
what was it like a dollar an hour or something like that? Yeah, that's that's what uh, my room old roommate Dwayne would say, and I was like, that's actually a great code to live by. Like, if, if you can game... put sixty hours in a game, then you might have made your money back on it yeah. or your enjoyment off of it. Because like that's damn cheap entertainment. A dollar an hour, that's like nothing. You know, it's like a, a whore in but the sixties. But then, uh, if you pay for a deluxe version, you have more hours you need to put in. Into right, it to make and I would it. say, I would almost say, like theoretical hours count as well. So, like theoretical, like hours. I wish I could play this game a second time through right now, but I don't have time. Well, that's it theoretically kind of a, is that's <laughs> kind of a, sixty dollars situation that's unique to our to us. So, to podcasters of video games, yeah, who, who don't must, have actual time. I mean, review. some of us have more time than others, but don't end up playing games. Yeah. We have less than no time. Yeah, some of us have months off occasionally and, you know, only beat a fucking Japanese Grand Theft Auto game, which I know is going to piss a lot of it, people off. That's not even close. To what it is? Yeah, that's not even <laughs> that's close. what it looks like. Imagine a 3D side-scroller beat-em-up, and that's closer to what it would be. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, so it's it is a it is a risky move, and I don't know. And the thing is, is like it it pains me to hear some people crying about stuff because there were there was like a big outrage when uh, Shadow of War came out, and people were like shitting bricks, saying like you have a paywall, like you must pay to pass this part of the game. And I was like, I don't have an opinion on that. I feel like saying I must pay is an insane man's excuse for like not being good and then i played the shadow wars and that's exactly what happened i said going in i'm like i bet you i'll be good enough at this game to beat it without having to spend a single dollar i mean you get good enough at any game you don't have to spend any and i was and i did so all the people crying about shadow of war having like loot box and like it being addictive and it should be illegal like are fucking idiots. It, it, it might be a Loot boxes are only bad when you could actually game breaking content from it. Or that's when they're bad, yeah. Content if it's for it. like... That's kind of what the loot boxes were for that game, though. Sort of. But you didn't have to do the loot boxes. It just took a little longer. I beat it in like three fucking days, dude. If that is too long for you, then you are ADHD and you need to not game. Yeah, you need to play indie need, games you, that are two hours long and choice, get me done with it. The other thing is, like, when people game, it's only for like a couple hours. But when you and I game, it's, <laughs> it's like all the day. entire day. Yeah, when I log into the chat, and Alex is like, "Oh my god!" and I was like, "What?" and she's like, "Has he been in the, that chat room for six and a half hours?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's his party. It's six and a half hours old. <laughs> been there all day." God, that's the Craig. That's true, though. That that that's a good point. It's. It would have taken much longer to grind that out, and you would have been missing the final cutscene because it's such a long game. Unless you just pay it and then go. Yeah, we we have uh, skewed vision when it comes to how long to beat certain games. Because when it's us, it's like yeah, it only takes like a couple days. But when like a casual person is playing a game, it'll take them weeks, if not months. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I could see that, but like with some of the stuff where like Fallout seventy six, where it's just incomplete, like that's where I think you should get mad. That's where I think you, yeah, I are mean, totally justified. But see, it's the whole pre order. It's it's a gamble. So you can pre order something, and you could get something great out of it, or you can pre order something, and get something terrible out of it. And by pre ordering alone, you are just supporting that practice of well, you know, it kind of also just depends on when you pre-order because like if you know the game is coming out then you're not paying for nothing yeah like i pre-ordered red dead 2 like four days before it came out 
Like, I wasn't even really pre-ordering. I was just saying, hey, send me a copy of this game. You're going <laughs> to yeah. have a million copies of Amazon. Like, when, when the pre-order you're talking about is, like, Day one, months and GameStop, in advance. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, do like, you want to pre-order blah, blah, blah? It's like coming when, out when they get announced and then th- people are like, all right, you can pre-order it now. Like, they did that with, yeah, um, yeah. with Darksiders 3. You could, like, pre-order it, like, nearly six months in advance. And it's like, oh, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, especially for a Darksiders game. Like, but you kidding then, me? <laughs> but then you have games like Fallout 76 and No Man's Sky that was advertised to be a certain way, and it was only upon release that people found out that that was not the experience they were paying for. Yeah, yeah. but the time to pre-order wasn't like months in advance. It was like... But I'm saying, there's saying it doesn't matter it sometimes. Does, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. sometimes. Because it will not be what it was advertised as no matter what, mm. even if you pre-ordered it yeah, but four again, days before like me. Yeah, but then if you know me. about what it's going to be... And I, that's how I felt about Fallout 76. I thought I was going to have a grand old time. Well, I mean, and I did have a fun. But you did fun also time. know what I knew, which is that it was going to be just the DLC. I for think Fallout the most 4, important, but with more content than what game. was in Fallout Four. The it thing, is, yeah, it was, it's yeah. a different, different <laughs> yeah. map, different creatures are fighting, different weapons, and a different whole build scheme. And then it came with more ways to specialize your character in a certain route. The thing that worried me is that I know ESO wasn't made by wasn't made by Bethesda. It just wasn't. And that's a great, it's a pretty fun uh, MMO. I think it's good. I think if I were to go back to an MMO that's not a Final Fantasy that I'm going to have to go back to, I'd probably play ESL. Neverwinter. Or Neverwinter. (laughs) Neverwinter's fun, too. (laughs) No. And you guys play it. Um, We just sunk a ton of time in there. The the, the grind in Neverwinter is real heavy. Yeah. Which is is why dumping lots of real money into Neverwinter is lucrative, because there's a lot of real grind that goes in that game that you can skip. Yeah. Yeah. That one sounds kind of like almost predatory. <laughs> it's almost predatory, well, but goddamn, is it fun? Because like getting getting your like main weapons and shit, you have to spend like as much time for like one thing as you did getting to level seventy, which yeah. is not right. Wow, that's crazy. And the uh, there's a market system, a trading system within the game that you're trading with other players. That's actually pretty predatory as well. But yeah, if you're good yeah. at the game, you never have to spend a dollar to get what you want. Yeah, that's the thing. Just play it enough. Get good. If you're willing to see a thousand thousand or more hours into the game, fuck. Yeah. And it's, uh, so yeah, like ESO wasn't made by them. And I was, I was concerned from the get go because it seemed like a, and it seemed like a game we had already played. It seemed like a Rust. It seemed like a Daisy. It seemed like all of these other games that are fun for about 20 hours and then you don't ever really need to play them again. Yeah, for um, like online multiplayer games, those are the ones that I'm usually like, I'm going to wait till it comes out and then see. About yeah, because you don't have a story. If it's a single player game, then I'm more likely to just get it if it looks interesting. Unless it's a COD. If you're a COD guy, like we were at one time, you buy the COD when it comes out. Well, you pre order and you buy it. Like everybody was gonna get it exactly. You had. In and order you to play know with what you know yeah. what you're going to walk into. You know how the multiplayer is going like, to be. Because like COD is the same every time. Yeah, yeah. You, COD's you multiplayer is be. always fun. Every single Call of Duty's multiplayer has been fun. Varying mm. v- varying stages of awesome and like not quite as awesome, but it's always been fun to me. Well, I just don't care fu- about when play, that. When we play against each other, it's fun. I don't care about its level or its like fun anymore, just because I I don't really have time and I'm not I'm just not as good as I used to be at those games. It's not really I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm slower and the beer is like melting my brain away over time. <laughs> 
Or if I just have been playing too many fucking RPGs that are turn-based and I can, like, jack off and, like, relax and get a cutscene, put my hands behind my head, chill, you know? I've just gotten lazy, maybe, but... If Cod, I know Cod is... Persona 5 made me during all the <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just like, I want to play. I'm just pacing and just aggravated the whole time. Yeah, you're walking around the room, like, just fucking, like, scratching you, your hair, and it's falling out in clumps, you're like, fuck. When are you going to fucking stop talking? <laughs> yeah. Why are you talking about talking? the thing again? Are you, you just took ten minutes of my time talking about the thing, and now you're going to text me about the thing? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, have you never had any excitement in your life? Like, <laughs> I remember that thing? Yeah, you know, I remember it because it was yesterday. Uh, we don't need to talk about it again. No, no, no. It's more like, <laughs> like we, we were just, I just barely got fucking home from talking about the thing. Are you going to text me about the fucking thing? You're like, who does that? And the cat's going to fucking tell me to go to bed? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Big clumps of hair coming out as you run your hand through your hair. You're like, shit. <laughs> Big old comb over Cameron for a couple months there until it grew back in. He's like, oh, thank God. Oh, you wish. Back. I'm never going to lose a hair in my life. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure all of us, except for Craig, our hairlines have moved. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? Craig and Joe are the same. Cameron, I don't know, man. No, my You don't think you have thick. any widow's peak? No. You, my hairline's you, been the same. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. Because I do. I know you do. And I also don't have much for it to peek back into. It's not like it's peeking back into a forest of of lush. It's seeing your scalp. I'm going to see where that uh, front part's going to finally weather away. Yeah. It's just going to fall out in one motion. I'm going to like rinse my hair after washing it, and it's just going to come with my hand as I like pull it (laughs) off of my head. And I'll just have the front poof that'll have the style. Jimmy Neutron style, like you guys' math teacher you were talking about a little while ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just just be careful with the pre-orders. Know what you're getting into. Um, and there's a lot of stuff you can watch with No Man's Sky where like the, they were uncomfortable in interviews and stuff where they were like, people were asking about certain features and they were like kind of dodgy with the questions and like, just just be careful. Um, and ask me. I, I, <laughs> flawless record thus far. Uh, <laughs> I don't pre-order. No. Not Dude, a I think you. Oh no, no, I you're right. You would have the enjoyed City playing, uh, playing um, for honor with us. Yeah, yeah. You're probably right, but just, God, just take a step back. Ask somebody that's not a big Fallout fan about the next Fallout. The only thing be about like, for how does honor this look to you? Is that it got it's super technical and kind of difficult to play? So I could see why a whole bunch of casual players would drop off. But see, that's play. exactly why I would play it, though. That's why I exactly. wanted to. But I was just like, ah. it's it's good. It's exactly the kind of game that you would enjoy. It's full full competition, full of dick moves. You can pull on you, people. You can, do, you can do 1v1s just to like wreck people. And you can just only do 1v1s if you want. Yeah. My days of doing that, though, I mean, it, it's fun. I can do that to you in Age of Empires now, but like, I can't really do that to anybody in any other game. It's not good anymore. Like, I can't do the thing where, you know, I'm playing the fucking drive in theater map and Call of Duty Black Ops. And these assholes are just double teaming me from the <clears throat> the theater where it's got the little hole in the screen. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I spawn in a good spot. I run around. I don't kill them. I come up behind both of them, but I plan to fucking claymore, and then I just run off. And then about f- two minutes later, one of them moves, and it blows up, and the <laughs> match ends. And you get that camera. It like, pans in behind the claymore. These two douchebags are just like... Ksh, ksh. <laughs> and then one of them like, moves a teeny bit, and his foot... like. Gets up from the knee and then goes back into the knee and the claymore is just like, and then boom, and it kills them both. Like, I don't have that anymore. It's it died. Oh, just backing behind the claymore. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's just like me teabagging <laughs> my own claymore. And I die from it too, but like it's totally worth it. Shit like that, like just humiliation kills are just they're they're a thing of the past for me now. Unfortunately. Um but pre ordering games aren't. I'm not I'm not as burned yet. Um not quite. Not quite. Mm. But it's I think it is good to to show caution with it and yeah. it's yeah, you kind of are just guaranteeing them a sale, which is not really fair mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the way our economy works, the way like the whole like put when, your... When uh, someone releases a bad product, they need to fucking reap the what they sell for that, so... Yeah, yeah, and you we kind of defeat that purpose by buying it before it's out. Yeah, less risk for them, so... Yeah. I yeah. see you. I see where you're Anyways, uh, everyone listening, go ahead and let us your, know your opinion about pre-ordering games, your horror stories about pre-ordering games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we have an Uber game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys know your nominees? Uber yep. game, uh, games that came out within this last year, right? Yeah, within a 365-day period. Uh, I got mine. Yeah, I know you do. I All right, what are, you, what are you guys... What are you going to fucking put in there, Craig? What what fucked up thing are you going to do to me here? You'll find out. Craig. Yeah, are we going to announce it right now? Maybe we might, might as well. Yeah, you got yours, Cameron? Um, I'm waiting on what you guys say yours are. Okay. Caleb, go ahead. No, you go first. We Jesus. already know what yours is. You don't know what mine is. Yours is Red Dead 2. <laughs> I could change it. Are you? No, I'm going to do Red Dead Redemption oh. 2. Oh I told my. you guys I wouldn't do a review for that because I was cheated and it was ripped off for Galgun. But I feel like it's time. Well, and it's, I want all of you to play Red Dead 2. And We're again, all... it's going to happen anyway because Cam Cam and I are going to be playing it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Cameron's going to play it because it's a good game. And we want to get to that online I have, uh, when I it's have out of beta. I have a perfect game to suggest, but I'll wait until uh, you announce your game. So he's Red Dead Redemption 2. What are you, you going to do? Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. <laughs> okay. You fucking asshole. Nice. Um, I'm going to nominate uh, Dark Souls Remastered. Dude, Does you, that know that's not gonna, you know that's not going to fucking Does that nominated. count, though? It's, it's this year released. I, I would say no, because it's just a remaster of a game that mm-hmm. already came out. I would say no as well, but I want to play. I think it, so. we had. I think we had a rule about this before, or if it was because I tried to do Zodiac. Zodiac. Right. If it doesn't count, then can we keep that in the vote? But then nominate another game, so we have four games to choose from. I'm fine with that. I want to play remaster anyway, so I'm cool with it being there. I mean, okay. Darksiders three. Is Darksiders three out? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I didn't hear anything about um, it. Then fuck well, it. I wonder why. Because it's got a God of war. war then there, fuck it. Darksiders three as well. Darksiders 3, you're mm-hmm. going for it? Well, yeah. So those those four games. That's all right. Darksiders isn't going to win. It's going to be, let's go, uh, fuck you. So now what it's going to We'll see. Let's go fuck you. We'll see. So guys. Uh, all right, tweeting that shit out right now. At yep. Nude Clan Podcast, that's where you can vote. Tell us your horror stories. Tell us your great stories about pre-ordering a game or supporting a game on Indiegogo um, in, its, in its infantile state. And please get out there and vote, vote, vote on our next Uber game. Got some good, good, uh, good games in there. Games that I want to play, and then two of them I don't really want to play. So we'll see what happens. And guys, get your hog in. Get psyched for that. It's almost time. It's almost mm-hmm. time for the end of the year. One more episode, and then the hog will be finalized and start right, a new. So get your nominations out. For sure, because we need them real bad. Yeah, I think I am going to do that best of episode 
where I just we just play a bunch of clips that I found super hilarious in the show, and you guys can do the same mm. if you would like. Um, if you ever listen to the show again, <laughs> um, give us your nominations. We're gonna have best episode, worst episode, uh, users, game of the year. You can give us nominations if you want. I think we've got it covered as far as like what we think you guys will think is <laughs> the best game of the year. If not, you can always like tweet us and give us suggestions for that. Um, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, you can fi- follow me on Twitter at UFF Podcast. Me at Obsidian Bar. Me at Nude Clan Cam. And again, the show at Nude Clan Podcasts, where you can find everything and more. Our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Nude Clan Gaming. Nude spelled N E W D, because fuck Facebook. You can go to youtube.com, YouTube, uh, and search Nude Clan Gaming. We don't have a official thing because we never use it and we don't <laughs> have any followers on there, but someday, someday I'll upload everything. You can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash gaming, where we occasionally stream, and hopefully we'll get back to streaming the episodes live when I figure out what the fuck is wrong with my equipment when it comes to that. And it's also a great place to support us if you want. You can sub sub to the channel there with your Twitch Prime or with your cold hard cash, and we get a kickback from that. You can shop through our Amazon link on nudeclan.net, and we get a small kickback from that. It's Christmas time. Get all your, get all your shit done. And uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash gaming, where you can support the show, mm-hmm. get your reward tiers, force games upon us. We played shit. Galgun? Well, I mean, that was Craig forcing it on us. You can do something just as fucked up as Craig did. Yeah, just uh, put your money where uh, your mouth is and yeah. fucking make us play a game. Put your money where your mouth is, where our ass is, <laughs> uh, and make us play it. Um, and then, yeah, don't forget about our Audible trial links. So. Yeah, yeah, Audible trial dot com forward slash nude clan if you guys want to get in on audible which the answer is of course i do go there start it up you get your free trial and listen away it's a great place to if you have like a big series that you read through a lot that's a great way to do it is audible oh yeah i burned through like five or six of the witcher books already yeah, it's a great way to do it. Like two left. And now you own it. And the reason why he's burning through it so fast is because we just learned what he can do at his job now. Yeah. Just hours it's of beautiful. listening time. It's fucking beautiful. I get a I get a book a day now. God, dude. <laughs> I can't keep up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all that and more, nudeclan.net. But till next time, guys. Enjoy the nude. May the list go on. Live always in the nude. In the yeah! nude.